0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And
1: that's you.
0: For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. I want to shout out to Mr. Brooks. Shout out to Rest in Peace, to team It's Jermaine's fault. All right, shout out to all the characters here that we've been able to create here on our YouTube platform. All right, we got Kaylee. All of these people, the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel. All right. Uh, Full disclosure, this show does not promote hate or harm for any individual race, gender, class, sex, uh, relationship status, or any of those things. We're promoting healthy lifestyles for men. And uh, the title of the show, that Gump therapist that came out with that Gump article about him. You know him. All right. Him came out with that article. <laughs> that Gump therapist with the therapist uh profession sitting there at what? 90 uh 60 hold on for a second, not 67 percent. Um, 90 percent, uh, not 90. I'm sorry, give me the stats again. 70 percent, give myself a damn. 70 percent of the statistic, the uh, uh therapist positions of psychology are women. All right, what, what am I doing here? I this is what I was thinking of. Hold on for a second, this is what I was thinking of. Butterfly that one, yeah. Hey! Oh, yeah Yeah, that reading rainbow therapist Oh, oh, yeah That guy, we're gonna put his picture up Let's share his picture Uh Uh-huh That gump Where is he at? Oh, hey, yeah Oh, what's his name? Here he is, right there There you go Yay! A him? Rain,
2: rain, yes, this is him.
0: There he is. Yeah. Uh huh. Hit that. Get them lyrics right quick, man. That's him right there. Get his ass. New, 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 new world he crying. Him crying. Oh, I tried to live, make men. He's sitting over there like this. I tried to get men to understand that their actions are going to cause them to be lonely. And they're, and they're not being the best selves I, I am encouraging men to be the best version of themselves Hold on, let's give his ass the music again You know what, we starting off Monday, correct This is you, bro Yeah, you getting your full picture up there now, bro Here it is Yay, yeah. hey, get it Woo Yay yeah. Get him Get him Hey Let's go Let's go. Tell them 65% of psychologists are women, and the 35% are limp wristed gums. Lip wristy gums. Spineless. Yellow back. Jelly back. Oh, yay. Mm, Give his ass a L L. Oh, man. This is just ter- terrible, man. He said, tickle me Elmo face Gump over here. All right, let's, let's be nice to the guy. Yeah, he do look tickle me Elmo-ish. Wait till you see his excuses. That's going to be later on in the show. He's going to be saying, him harassing me. I'm not trying to harass you. Do not go talk to that guy. Do not call because he's got all the women. Yes. Hercules, Hercules. He's got all the women Hercules in him. And he's like, I'm right. Hey, if women agree with you, if modern women agree with you, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, now y'all calling him Teddy Gumpspin. Oh, my God. Teddy that having ass. Oh, my goodness. This dude, he, he's out of control. So he went and fired that shot. And now he's responding to his haters. I'm going to respond to my haters. I'm responding. All right. So we got that up, uh, up for grass today. What do we have here? uh, today's topics, we got to have a a blind thirst trapper. All right. You you guys are so simpish out here that you got somebody who can't even see thirst trapping the hell out of you on Instagram. Mm. It's over. It's over. I mean, we can't even keep them straight. She can't even see. I mean, I listen, I'm not discriminating against her, but she can't even see. And she thirst trapping the hell out of y'all on Instagram. What are we doing? I can't even do it no more, man. We can't do this no more. Where are we going? teddy gump um we also have a uh, malicious mother syndrome we want to we want to remind you guys that if uh for you guys going through divorces custody battles we're going to talk about the malicious mother syndrome uh given us by kt king uh, signs to look out that you have a malicious baby mama terrorist all right we're going to definitely do that um and then we have james hetfield from metallica exit live he said "Tonight." Take my hand. We're off to never it land. Yeah, James Hetfield from Metallica. He's taking the zero. Bruh. He about to go through. He got $300 million on the line. He got $300 million on the line. I hope that woman, I hope that woman has got his, I hope they got their priorities in order. I Odds are she's going to backstab him. Man. He's like, hold my breath if I wish for death. Oh, please, God, wake me. All right, she about to roast his ass. All right, my God, 300 billion. Shout out to uh everybody who loves Metallica. You know, when I was in high school, when I was in high school, Metallica was big. I went to a white high school and all that. And um, the dudes was walking around grunge rockers and stuff, looking all depressed. Me looking at this dude like, "Uh, you all right?" And he had, uh, he had they, you know, they had their hair all black and they face like this. You know what I'm saying? Running around with flannels. I was like, "You gonna be all right?" No, we just have a garage band. And, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by, by the way, several bands came out of my high school. Several, several legit bands came out of my high school. So we have A Town, which is Mike Shinoda in A Town. They went to, I went to high school with them. And I also went to high school with Hoobastank. All right. Uh, I don't know if you remember who, Doug, Doug Rob, He was in my mechanical, We was cool. Me and Doug was cool, man. We were in mechanical engineering class in Soundgarden. Uh, I think Soundgarden, did Soundgarden come out of my school too? Uh, I'm not, let me see. No, I don't know if Soundgarden came out. I know Hoobastank and A-Town and um, Mike Shinoda. They all came out of my high school. Oh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. So Lincoln Park was, came out of my school. So that was who I went to school with. And um, you know what I mean? That's what happens when you go to white high school. (laughs) You go to white high school. So uh, anyway, man, those are my compadres. I knew all of those guys. I was probably closer to Doug Robb than I was Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda kicked it a little bit, but he was younger than me. I was like in 11th or 12th grade, and he was like 9th and 10th. But we all kind of kicked it around and moved around the same circles, but we weren't close, I would say. Yeah, Lincoln Power. No, Linkin Park and A-Town, Linkin Park, A-Town, which is part of the whole band of uh, Linkin Park and uh, Mike Shinoda and Hooper Stank. So uh, shout out to all of those brothers, man. Shout out to all of those brothers. Um, That's why I knew about Metallica, because Metallica was the big band when I was in high school. So uh, a lot of those guys that end up becoming who they were, they was rolling with Metallica they were cool with metallica. So anyway, man, I used to see them dudes and they all they was thinking about it was they go, their drums and their guitar, bro. Everybody had a band. All right, um anyway. <laughs> what are we doing here? As I'm name dropping. Some of the, my black audiences like, "Who we talking about, bro?" Hey, the the brothers in the audience is right now. All right, this is how they looking at me like this here. They like this. Uh Who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so um by the way somebody said three doors down. Um anyway, I actually also went to school with a lot of the kids that were that were um that were kids of the rock stars from the 70s and 80s. So that was another band. I went I went with the daughter anyway. <laughs> mm. Brothers is looking at me like, "Uh, NWA what? What are you talking about, bro?" Shout out to the community. All right, um where are we at? Oh, we're going to also talk about the gum therapist. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Dollar sign CGA Live is how you get into the show. That's how you can um, can let your voice be heard. That's the Cash App, Dollar sign CGA Live. The PayPal link is at the top of the chat. It's pinned to the top of the chat, which is paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams. And uh, Venmo. Venmo is going to be uh, Coach Greg Adams TV. Uh, in the building. In the building. So anyway, man, shout out to all of those brothers. Where are we at? Uh, let's get the early contributors to the show, and then we'll kick in the show in the building, man. Let's see here. <laughs> I know you guys don't think I'm a universal brother. Y'all just think I'm an Uncle Tom sellout that I just showed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I, I don't know what's going on. I'm well-rounded. You know what I mean? I can actually be comfortable in many vibes. Many vibes. Um, you know, I could be up in the country with the country band, be sitting up there. <laughs> All right. Uh, i could be in a classical setting i could be in a um i could be in a hip hop setting an r&b setting i could be in all of that metal i actually did th- funny story <laughs> all right who, who a story time here's a here's a very funny story so when i was moved to salt lake city i moved to salt lake city and um and um i was doing fitness training and i was uh coaching at this uh high school hold on for a second i got to look up you know me and my damn Oh, so here it is. Okay. So I was um I was doing fitness training and I was coaching at a high school, a private high school. So um this dude comes up. i I went to the Great Salt Lake. So where I'm at a little thing, and by the, at that time I had um, I think my daughter was definitely born. I don't know if my son wasn't, you know, my son wasn't born. So it was just me, my daughter, and at the time, my wife. So we're at the Great Salt Lake. It's things like dead fish out there. All right. Never, I don't know. Unless you want to go to this great salt lake. I don't know why you want to go there. Anyway. They have a venue there, which is a concert venue. They have a hall at the Great Salt Lake. And a guy came up. He was like, hey, um, we need some extra security for this concert. And he was like, do you want to come to this concert and do security? And I'm sitting there like, well, who's the band? Who's the artist? And he was like, Rob Zombie. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, shit. So I already knew this is about to be a mess. All right, you're talking about mosh pit. You talking about crazy-ass rockers? I mean, you know, you wasn't going to be no fight, but you know the shit was about to go left. So I'm like, all right. I was like, what you paying? They told me they would pay me in cash at the door as soon as I showed up. He said, wear all black. Wear black T-shirt and black jeans. (laughs) So I go to the Rob Zombie concert. At security, bro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, do not put me on the floor. I was like, I'm not trying to be on the floor. (laughs) so i go to the rob zombie concert i'm sitting up there he jamming and everybody's looking at me like (laughs) like the people that came to the show because i was they went they made me work upstairs they made me work upstairs and um i i never heard i knew of rob zombie obviously because i knew of metallica and i knew of the so i'm sitting there going i'm like uh I'm like the dude, I stick out like a sore thumb. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there like, cause like people were coming in. They was high off shrooms and they was just looking at me like this here. And they was like, yeah, dude, they was looking at me like this. Uh,
3: look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about?
0: That's what they were saying, dude. They were like, oh my God. They were like, it's so cool that you came. It was like, this. so cool. You're here. What are you doing here? They were looking at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Salt Lake City, Utah. Rob Zombie concert security. Now, I didn't have a security shirt on, so it just looked like I was watching the show. And they was looking at me like. uh, Yeah, man, like, do you like Rob Zombie? <laughs> I was like, I- he's cool to me. And nothing went down. Nothing popped off. I didn't have to drag nobody out. I didn't have to put nobody's ass in the Cobra Clutch. They was just like, man, it's so cool that you here. Man, that, do you like it? That was like, this is so cool. Girls was coming up high-fiving me. Good. They were saying,
3: uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? But
0: anyway, at the end of the show, I actually liked one of the songs that he had. But it was not one of the songs that he actually performed on. It was an instrumental. And I was like, oh, that instrumental is cool. And I actually use that instrumental on a lot of my fitness videos that I was putting out at the time. And um, I believe it was something called White Horse. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. So shout out to Rob Zombie. Crazy. But, yeah, man, I am I'm a well-rounded brother. I get I take experiences as they come because I want to learn. I don't just want to stay in my shell. I'm always open to possibility sometimes. Sometimes I don't go all out, so don't ask me to go, you know what I mean. I was at the when how the west was won with Ice Cube and West Side Connect, Second to None, DJ Quick, all of that stuff. I've been to those, and I've been to country concerts sitting in the middle of uh Montana, Wyoming. Everybody was cool, nobody beat me up or lynched me. <laughs> all right, so anyway, uh, anyway, no, I'm not doing furries, I'm gonna stop right there. I'm going to stop at the furries. All right, let's not mess around. All right, where we got here? We got um, Dr. Seuss. Oh, no, we got DGC more. Passport Bros only pull desperate or pay-for-play XXs. Uh Mm. (laughs) Uh-oh. Woo. Shit. You going to get them boys. You starting off the show. You starting off the show throwing daggers. Oh my god, we got to get are any passport bros in the house? All right, any passport bros in the house? It's crazy. Whoa, he throwing out throwing darts. Anyone else? Mm-mm-mm. We'll talk about that. All right, higher image status says paying fees for you to go on passport bros. All right, everybody, boy, the passport bros came out of nowhere. They was quiet, minding their own business. Who woke they ass up? All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, I would love to uh, hang with them, brothers. Marriage or hell, naws in the building. Let's go see G.A. Time to cook a gump. Oh, we're going to cook it. And he's going to be about an hour and a half, Mark. So if you do want to come back and see me cook the reading rainbow gump. All right. And, and we're going to show you his response. And we're going to fair use it. He put it on TikTok, of course, the woman's app. We got our man Triggerverse. He's going to double down. What did you say, Triggerverse? He says, We'll watch later, but came in to say the therapist probably eats a glizzy dinner with a glass of the Bussy. Debus- is it the De- Bussy wine? And yes, the Bussy is a real wine company brand. Pause. Mm. You could tell he's a little tippy toe ish. All right, allegedly. I mean, he wasn't about that masculinity. He was not about that masculinity. He was in there to cape. He came in. All right. Shout out to Jabari he says, hey, coach, I have two questions to ask you. My YouTube has been suspended and I don't remember what I did wrong. He says "Should I petition to recover my channel. What if your family wants you to move back home and tie the knot? But I'm not ready for that right now. So that's the second question. Um, Well, I tried to actually petition YouTube and it ended up demonetizing every channel that I had. Making me wish I never did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was one of those situations. It was like, oh, shit. Man, just move on. I don't know how many ch- people you had on your channel, right? Just move on with these people, man, because these people are angry, they're angry at life and they're equal opportunists uh uh equal outcome individuals, and then when they see you getting ahead, the they'd be like, oh, I'll push the button and ruin his financials, man, I tell you for no reason i I wasn't toxic now we're not gonna we're gonna ruin his financials. you know what I mean just take mu- just take food off my table all right, these people messing around with fire. What if your family wants you to move back home and uh, tie the knot? Yeah, don't do it. Look, just tell your family, are you willing to pay for my divorce? (laughs) All right. You're not willing to pay for my divorce. Shut up. Jim Status is in the building as a guy who's never had problems getting women. My problem was always trying to keep them happy, which is I'm not happy. That's the mission impossible. (laughs) He says, I have sympathy for incels. Many of these guys, there's nothing they can do. Women on their levels want Chads. So more or less, this, his article is not wrong. I'm just going to, it's not a, completely wrong. He he chose some, he chose to blame us or men, which is effed up. Cause he was like, there's going to be a lot of single lonely men. And I'm like, okay, I agree with that. We talked about the 90, 10 rule. So if I believe in ninety ten 10 rule, I would agree with it. However, then he started blaming us what we need to do. No, no, hell no. I mean, listen. If you're not going to hold them accountable over there, this is not going to be a fair argument. It's not going to be fair. All right. Jim status also says. Um, he says, I'll never understand why blacks identify with the low lives of their people as a Hispanic. If a Hispanic is in your yard trying to steal, delete them, I don't care. Um, that's Jim status. That that's all. That's all the trap of, you know, helping because we're we're all we're all one now. Not even white people think they're all one. Now they might, they're going to help another white person, but they ain't going to help just any white person. That's what you got to understand. All right. Like, you know what I mean? Like they live in gated, like they live in gated communities to keep other white people out. Nope. Mm. Like y'all think now, if it came down to a white versus a black, of course you're going to have own group preference. But you guys got to realize I lived in an exclusive community where these people lived in gated communities to keep white folks out. It wasn't that they was keeping black folks out. There were no black people. There weren't that many of them. They're keeping a certain element of folks out, and that's what they look out for the most. They're like, hey, you might have my skin color. And one thing about European whites, (laughs) they're all different. They all think they're different. They don't look at them like we all look at them the same. I actually was at the Raiders game yesterday, and I heard this Italian dude say, well, I'm not white, I'm Italian. I'm telling you, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) they don't (laughs) they don't be hanging all together like look at Europe everybody wanted let's go to class today yeah all skin folk ain't kin folk for them it's class it's status if you ain't in there you out I don't care they don't care what color you are especially wealthy white folks you gotta be in the top white 10% they don't give a damn what color you are bruh Mm. Shout out to the Italians. But let me show y'all something. We're going to give people the uh, history of Europe here. I know you took European history map. I'm going to show y'all the the true barbarians of the world. And I say that not to mean not to demean you, but uh, I'm just going to give brothers a little bit of a history of how white folks get together in the history of the world. Um, If you look at it right here, this is a map. Why is this? What is this ad here? This is a map of Europe. All right. All these people hate each other. I wish I I wish this ad wasn't up here. Let me see something. Why is it? I zoomed in. Let's get that ad down. (laughs) All right. Now this ad want to be up. All right. Get out of here. All right. Uh, What? Fucking A. All right, so anyway, uh, here's the map of Europe. All these people hate each other. They hate each other so much that they got to put all of these damn borders up to protect each other from one barbarian to the next. They they do. Y'all think they all own one accord. Now, when they get to America, sure. Okay, yeah, you might have a case. You might have a case that one is going to look out for the next. But the way they come around here, bro, like these people over here, they used to call these people the... Um, Oh damn, slipped my mind. But anyway, this wasn't always called Europe. It was um. Somebody correct me. It's a, begins with a P. It begins with a P. If I, it's just slipping my mind. I just read something about it um uh, today. Why I don't know why it's slipping my mind. Uh Prussia, Prussia. These people over here. These were the barbarians. They used to come up out of here, Prussia. They used to come out of here and wax everybody's ass. <laughs> All right, they used to come out of here. Everybody was scared of them. And guess what's happening today? Bruh, they still scared of them. They still scared of them. They've been out coming out. He says the ghouls. They used to come up out of here and wax everybody's ass and run right back out here in the cold. Strangers in Moscow. Now, the Germans got wild and buck wild and went, they went east and rounded up all this shit. All right, and all these people was like, here they come, barbarians. Here they come, all right? Every now and then, somebody will come and try to take all this. Shit. Russia used to have all this. They used to have Finland, Sweden at one particular point. They used to have all this right in here, right in there. All that. He said the ghouls, the gowls, the gowls. And um, don't even talk about the United Kingdom and all that. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I I, I just be, think people, y'all be thinking like one-dimensionally. <laughs> like the, they the real cavemans of the Caucasus Mountain. They came out there. And then not only that, if y'all want to even go even further, if you want to go even further, and this is just not an accurate history class, but I'm just giving you guys a little context here. Below this is this is the Mediterranean Sea. This is Egypt and the Middle East over here. Bruh, I mean, Greece, Italy, These none of these people like each other. They all hate each other, bro. So now when you come over here, this is what, this is what we go here. Right? When you come over here, all these people, y'all, clump them all up in together, acting like they all like each other. They don't. Mm. They don't trust each other. They hate each other. They keep each other up, up out the neighborhood. They be at the the um. They be at the HOA meeting at each other's neck. They be suing each other for real in court all day long. The Mongols, yep, the Mongols and all of that out of the uh, These bro, this whole this whole place, man you guys minimize things too much in the United States and make it too much black and white. But in the reality of it, if you really know they be at each other's neck and they've been at each other's neck since the damn Neanderthals <laughs> and the barbarians and the Vikings. What about the Vikings? And what about the Moors? The Moors that came up out over in the Mediterranean and took all that shit up in the 1300s and the 1400s. You don't want to talk about that. They call that the black, the black ages. Y'all need to chill, man. Y'all need to chill. All skin folk ain't kin folk, and that goes for blacks and whites. We was kings. Yeah. Oh, one more, and I'll get on with the show, because this is just what we do here. We flow. One more. If you know anything about these people in here, the United Kingdom in, 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 um, in uh, Ireland, they be at each other's neck. You can't even. Scotland. In the United Kingdom, I'm sorry, in 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 uh the Great Britain, the Irish and the uh the British next. And they look the same. <laughs> you might not even be able to tell one from the next, mate, bruv. They be at it, they be at each other's neck. So you guys gotta understand that. So when you come over here, they look at each other as distinctly different. So when you say white folks, and then this person says, I'm from Italy, I'm from Italy, I'm from Italy. And you'd make this person to be a British or a German. They're like, we ain't none of them people. But it is okay. It's all it is what it is. It's all perspective. It's all perspective. (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's get into the first topic. Let's get into the first topic. Um, that was a history lesson by CGA. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this woman. Somebody brought her up earlier. She's 18, so we can talk about her. She's a quite a phenomenal person. She's legally blind, all right. And so, um, somebody brought her up earlier, and you know, I'd never heard of her. She's a Special Olympics or a Paralympic or whatever she is. And um, I looked her up at during the show, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I started looking, and I said, wait a minute. I said, hold the hell up. I said, is this woman thirst trapping and she's legally blind? Somebody's here says they're legally blind too. And I'm like, is this where we're going? She can't see, but she's thirst trapping the hell out of you guys. Now, a lot of guys are going, wow, yeah, she's beautiful. And she definitely is a beautiful uh, young lady here. And she's a talented one at that. But she does have an Instagram following in which she's showing herself, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have one because you're blind. But I'm like, is she thirst trapping? Is she poop? She poking her booty out? What is going on, bro?
1: Mm. I'm like, we we we're
0: gone, man. If 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 uh, look, she poking her. I mean, I thought this was quite interesting. I thought this was quite interesting, but it is somewhat a sign of the times. It's a sign of the times where they could be like, "Well, anything goes," and I guess if she's blind and she got the body, she can do whatever the hell she wants to. But she got y'all out, and she can't even see y'all. I, I'm just, I'm going. Where are we going here? This is just the new this. This is the new world. New, 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 new world order. Somebody said is she completely blind? Yes, she lost sight. She so she was sighted. She was. I read her story really quick, and it says she has she had full sight until 11 lost sight. She had a, she had a, a disease um, that caused her to lose sight. And she's pretty much fully blind. All right. um, Right now. But um, even here now, she's still able to, you know, it's, it's a new world. Love is blind. I mean, this is real love right here. She got that real love. Shout out to her. But I think that's interesting. I'm like, man, you can see her. She can't see you. But she out there popping that thing out. Interesting. Malicious mother syndrome. Let's talk about this right here. Malicious mother syndrome. This is for you brothers going through custody battles and all this stuff. This is brought to you by one KT King. And um, a lot of people will continue to b- fight in family court just like myself. If you want to know about my case, I updated the members live stream on Sunday morning about my case. You will find it quite interesting to see how I chose to fight this. And, um, but what, what most of you guys don't understand is the symptoms of the malicious mother. A lot of times you will be portrayed as the deadbeat. They will say nothing positive about you. Any chance they get, they will try to pray and pray for your downfall or they will send the ops or they will fight you in family court or the court of public opinion, right? And so in this situation here, we're gonna look at the signs of what a malicious mother is. Okay, the malicious mother. It says number one, a mother who unjustifiably punishes her divorcing or divorced husband by a attempting to alienate their mutual children from the father. This is a very popular tactic. Okay. Um, you can't see your daddy, or you can see your daddy um under certain circumstances. And uh, your circumstances must be met in order for me to see you. He must pay me some child support. You all, uh, you got to bring in order for you to come get your daughter. You get, you got to pay me $500. This is all alienation. This is all alienation. And it is considered abuse by even the most feminist therapist. But many times they're going to point the narcissist or alienation button at the father. But mothers alienate. Mo- most of you guys have lived with the mother or live with a uh, mother that was even married that's alienated you against the father. Okay? And so these are the things that are happening. Um uh, people will let mothers do this. And I say this when um when um, when mothers emotionally terrorize their kids or the the courts or the family or the 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 PTA or the school district what they do is they hold these people hostage emotionally basically saying i'm going to pull the button i'm going to pull the pin off of this grenade if you guys don't allow me to um to maliciously harm the father mm-hmm. so if you let the father pick the kid up off the side of the custody schedule if you let the father come to the school if you let the father come to the football game if you if, and he's not paying me my child support i'm going to emotionally terrorize everybody so a lot of people just say okay man we don't want you to blow up so we're going to just comply mm. malicious mother syndrome so the first step is alienation the second step is involving others in malicious actions against the father this is all too common they get they they keep custody away from the father they hire all these babysitters they hire the uh after school program daycare the baby mama uh sorry uh, the mother-in-law monster-in-law the grandparents the neighbors Everybody's playing keep away with your kids and they involve everybody, the school district, the school. They they intentionally keep you off the school district information, emergency contact. This is uh they they throw you under the bus with the teachers. So you come to parent-teacher conference. Oh, I heard you were. So they involve others in the malicious action against the father. And of course, they're gonna be like, all right, we don't want to piss off the mom. But a lot of times, uh, by them doing this, it's malicious towards the father. Now, if you could take this stuff to court, you could take it to court, but the judges won't eat people on the hand for doing this stuff. Neither will you even remember all of it because they are microaggressions. they are microaggressions. So you don't document all of these microaggressions. So when it's time to go to court or time to talk about it, well, what is she doing? Well, she went and told the teacher, well, you can't really prove it. And it's a microaggression. And she went into the PTA. She talked to the football coach. She and it's one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. Now, these microaggressions add up and it's it gets to the point they go to the kids go to therapy. The mother's always cornering the therapist. Oh, I want to tell you something secretive. And then you show up. Mother's all quiet. But any chance they get to pull anybody to the side and throw you under the bus, they're going to do it. Uh Here's another one. Engaging in excessive litigation. This is malicious mother syndrome. They engage in, they're always going to take you to court. They always think, oh, I'll just take your ass to court excessively. I've been to court every year, except for 2021. Well, and I haven't been this year because I dodged their ass. But in this situation, when they engage in, if you sued a person, let me just say this. If you sued a person every year until infinity, you can get sued back. You could be like, this person's maliciously suing me. That would be a crime in regular court, in civil court. If I took McDonald's to court every year and said, I keep spilling coffee on my lap going through the drive-thru, and then the next week, they gave me two hot french fries, and then the next week, they didn't fill my soda to the top, and every year I took McDonald's to court, they can sue me for malicious prosecution or malicious, well, you can sue for malicious um, suing them. Um, if the government came after you and sued you every year, you can sue them for malicious prosecution. So but uh, but it, but in family court, they'll be like, the case is open. They could keep suing you. And they'll keep using the court to try to get le- leverage. What about this? This is um, this is not. Oh, it's number two. The mother specifically attempts to deny her children regular uninterrupted visitations with the father. So while the custody goes to the father, they're there for the weekend. They're there for dad's week. The mom will love bomb from the other side. Okay. The mom will love bomb from the other side. So <laughs> we got to block somebody because he's an incel. Uh, anyway, we don't let incels come over here. Okay. So what happens is if if you're with the custody of the kid, and then you're trying to have your kids be active, the mom will keep distracting the kid. Oh, I love you. I miss you. Oh, I can't wait till you come back. When you're over here, I just can't. When you're over there, I can't live without you. Okay, so this right here is is literally what they do, and they interrupt your visit time, or I got to call the kids. Or So that's a lot of time that happens over there. Uninhibited telephone access to the father. All right, um, this is with younger children they will find a way, oh, I'm going to collect your phone at night. Um, You can't use your phone at the dinner table uh, or or all that stuff. All right. So if your kid has a phone, they'll find a way to collect the phone or they'll see the kids, the battery run out the phone. They'll let the battery run out. Okay. Uh, Parental, I'm sorry, paternal participation in the children's school life and extracurricular activities. Uh, What typically happens there is, um, you know, um, let's say the, Let's say the, the kid the, the kid sports team has an email. Well, they won't include you on the email. They'll somehow, you know, when it's time to fill out the email, they'll somehow leave your email off. All right, until it's time to pay or fundraise or something like that. Hey, did you get that fundraise? Did you get the pay increase? Did you get the time? You got to buy the coach a gift. These are things that they do to interfere. They're only going to let you know when it's time to pay. But when they when it's time for to show up at the kids' games, they're gonna make sure that they didn't you don't get the information okay this is why as a as a tent as a um as a parent as a father you got to be the one to get ahead of that you should be the one organizing it you should be the one going to the parent meeting you should be the one involved somehow coaching the team that way you can get the information otherwise they will keep you completely out of the loop. And then your kid will have a ceremony. They're getting a reward at the school. You don't show up. And your kid's like, where were you? You'd be like, I didn't know. So you got to be on it. And they'll do this on purpose. They don't care who you are. They don't care who you are. They'll keep your ass completely out of the loop. Um, Number three, the pattern is pervasive and includes malicious acts towards the husband. So you don't have to be divorced in this situation. I know people who do this malicious mother syndrome, and they're married. The husband's sitting right there, and they'll trash the father right there. So it includes lying to the children, lying to others in violation of the law. And then the last part of the malicious mother syndrome here is going to be uh, the this, this disorder. The disorder is not specifically due to another mental disorder, although a separate mental disorder may coexist. So you might have a situation where there's something going on. There's financial, there's mental health issues, and um, especially when, if you're talking about older married women and divorced women, they know there ain't getting no better. They're not getting a better deal. They're not getting a prince charming. If they're overweight, they're they're just gonna be unhappy and grumpy around you as a mother, and they're gonna just trash whoever they can. The one they can trash is the father. The father's the easiest person to trash because. At that point, he can't do nothing about it. (laughs) All right. He can't do nothing about it. So um, the the kids can do something about it. They can call CPS. They can run away. They can delete themselves or they can threaten to delete themselves. The father got a stick. He got to stick there and just go on and take it. All right. Then he's playing the ring game. And then she's claiming how much of a fat loser he is. Right. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made which is okay with me cuz he could definitely be fucking bitches right now and he's playing a ring game in the kitchen leave my man yeah so he she got a slave she's like leave him alone he don't know he don't know no better all right he's just there he's paying the bills don't 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 laugh at him let him play all right let that goofball play she don't respect them no more they don't fornicate they don't touch each other they don't french kiss <laughs> all right and they, now they sitting out here. So malicious mother syndrome, something to look out for. Uh, now that we have a title for it, we can know what to look out for. All right. Oh, here we go. Let's go into the contributions and get back. And then we'll get into James Hetfield's divorce. Oh, my goodness. $300 million, man. Inner Sandman on James Hetfield. Inner Sandman on his ass. All right. He they She about the Inner Sandman. Where are we at? Leary says a a gump in Phoenix ran his ex-wife. New boyfriend over DBS. (laughs) All right. So a gump in Phoenix ran his ex-wife's new boyfriend over. Yeah, I don't know, man. That boyfriend saving your life. Keep the boyfriend around. Unless it was a situation. Obviously, he probably found out that they were cheating with each other prior to their divorce. So he might be emotional about that. But you want, hey, guys, if you ever get breakup, you want your girlfriend to get a new guy. You want them to be sep. You want them to hopefully work that shit out and be married. Yeah, man. Where we at? James Curry, Keep Saving Men's Life, Passport Monk here. I appreciate you. Shout out to all the passport monks doing their business, all the expatriates, the dictator. What's her name on IG? I can't see it. Oh, are you oh I thought you were joking. <laughs> I don't know what her name is on IG. Let me see. I got something saying Anastasia. Yeah, Anastasia KP. I didn't even check her IG to tell you the truth. But she's got um, yeah. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Smells like teen spirit in the building. (laughs) No government name. We'll call you Grady. He says, uh, best friend's grandparents are getting divorced after 47 years of marriage. The grandmother fell in love with a man who she was texting on Facebook who was about to retire out of the military. She was ready to move in with him when she dropped the news. Turned out it was a fake profile and she blew up her 47-year marriage. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, man. Yo, that's from the dark side. That's exactly what she gets. Hey, one thing you guys know, women fall in love with words. So women will fall in love with anything you say on a long message, you know, and that's one of the tricks of the trade of getting women. Is to get them to fall in love with words. Uh so you can text them messages after message. They think they warm it up. Oh my god, oh I, they fall in love with that bullshit. And so a fake profile, scammers, people can get this trick. It takes a lot of time, it's a lot of effort. Uh, but um, especially older women past 32, they'll fall in love, they'll fall in love with words like crazy. All right, like crazy. They easy, super duper targets. So in this situation. She blew up the forty seven year marriage all for a fake fake brook profile. jeez man, I mean they are they are a handicap by emotions. It's a handicap. it's a disease. actually, it works. I mean listen, without their emotion emotions, it wouldn't balance- like properly with the everything balanced out and they brought balance to it. Um, to what we have is logic and stoicism and 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 the need to be have evidence to make decisions. We have vision and good judgment. Typically, they have emotions and when used together, if you combine them together, you'd have something incredible. But those are days are gone because she's gonna overrun and overwear you out with the emotions. And there's no balance anymore. Let me show you this TikTok, this this um Instagram. I find these things I find these things that they're posting on Instagram is just like wow. I mean they're just letting you guys know. So you ever heard the woman, especially black women use this. This is actually travesty. Um I want my man to tell me no. I want him to put me in line and I want him to say this and that and then there's a fine line between abuse and and this man holding masculine frame essentially. And women are like, yeah, see that's what I'm talking about. I want a guy like that. Right, and the guy to you is like Pookie. She listens to the guy, and you're like, "Why does she listen to him?" Well, this guy keeps her in check, but it's a fine line. It's a fine ass line. Like you got to be able to know it good, and and in order to pull this off, you constantly be having to yell at her like she's a puppy. You got to constantly be pulling her ass in and reining her in, and she's gonna initially, in purpose, on purpose. Um, um, test you. She's going to shit test you so you can put her in line. Like this is psychotic behavior. Psychotic it's psychotic behavior, but in their world, it makes sense. This is why they don't run shit. All right. This is why they did, in the history of the world, nobody ever let them run nothing because of this. But let me show you. There's going to be a lot of women that, that are going to say, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Let me see if I can play the volume. here. Oh, wait. You again to sit back down, or Hold tell here you. Here we go. Nice. All right, come here. Come sit back down. I'm not going to ask you again to sit back down, or tell you again to sit back down. Period. It's like, no point. Like it's- I'm talking to you like grown
1: folks. Okay. At least I'm letting
0: you know. Was okay. Everybody see that? Everybody see that? So she was popping off at the lip, running her fucking lip. Where it about? She was running her lip, and the dude. It's off-screen telling her, putting her in check, and she basically gets her panties wet. This is this is why they're not equal in our society, because they want to be treated like children. You know what I mean? And they This gets them excited erotically. Some people go overboard with this, and they do the breakup, the makeup sex. Let me show you again. Let me show you again. This is what I'm talking about here. Let's go. So sit back down. I'm not going to ask you again to sit back down or tell you again to sit back down. You see her smiling. She likes that. No she point. likes that shit. Okay. So there's a there's women like this. They like that dominant. Where you're like, why don't women submit? Because you're not pookie. They're not submitting to the wallet. They'll use you for your wallet. They'll use you for your house and your degree. They'll use you as a gump. But a lot of them. This is not all of them. They want to be dominated and the ones that are bucking submission more than ever they want to be dominated with that being said many of us don't have time for that shit you know what i mean like i have a couple of girls who are in their submissive nature they're white girls and they're plain they want me to be on that shit all the time all day they want to be texting me they want to be doing this and tell me this and tell me what to do when i'm at my job, tell me to reach for this and let me touch myself and tell me this daddy, tell me that daddy. I don't have no time for that shit. It's cool and all for about a, it's cool about for about 12 minutes or it's cool when they're here. Okay. Daddy tells you to stand on, get on your knees. Daddy tells you to serve me. All right. After you done done about 20, 50, 11 times, you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take me daddy. I'm yours. Throw me around, flip me. It's to me, I get it. You know what I mean? I get these guys, they're game guys and they're dominant guys. And they're telling you this and that it's going to get old on you. It's old. I'm just letting you know, I've been there, done that. I just don't got the time for that shit. <laughs> so, you know, I'm telling you, it's one of those, it's a weird thing, but uh, that's the nature of the world. It's the nature of the beat. Somebody says it does get old. It gets old because you're like, what the fuck? Am, what? Now, I'll tell you how it won't get old if I had a new one every week. That's the only time it doesn't get old. If I got a new junior college girl every week, then I'm like, but I'm not about to be doing this with the same broad. Weekend, week out, day in, day out. <laughs> if there's a new one lined up or she bringing new ones here, here's another one that wants to submit. Here's another one that wants to submit. Here's another one that wants to submit. Here's another one. But I ain't, I'm ain't. not trying to do this all the time. I ain't got no energy for that. <laughs> so you guys know where I'm at. I'll be your submissive coach. I'll submit to you every day for about 365 days a year, 10 years down the line, 3,000 days. I'll do it, coach, for you. Nope. Nah. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to Grady. That was a damn despicable message about his grandmama. And now what is she going to do? What are you going to do now, granny? <laughs> now that you messed up your marriage. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. I got my man Jim status in the building. Let's do a couple more PayPal. Let me check Venmo. I ain't even gave Venmo no love. OK, then we'll get back to story number three. James Hetfield. Uh we're going to call him Black Pill Luffy. He says these news internet articles are not here to help any men. They just want you to be a eternal hamster on the wheel to keep the gynocentric society going until you die. It sounds scary, but coach, please warn them to be aware. Rolo Tomasi talks about this all the time. All right. So, yeah, I want you guys to be aware Um, uh, the reason why that article is going to get as much run is, is to keep women unaware. All right. Oh yeah, it ain't our fault. It's these guys' fault, and uh, it keeps the bullshit going. And unaware men, men that are unaware what's going on. Speaking of, here it is. We got the forty-seven-year-old marriage blown up for a fake, fake book profile. Horrible. Now we got Metallica's James Hetfield. If you guys don't know, he's the he's the lead guy on the Metallica. He's worth three hundred million dollars. Now I'm going to show you a a picture of him. But um, it's an old picture right there. Uh, Let's see here. What is this right here? Oh, I did forget a story, but we'll cover it a little bit later. Um, He's the guy right here from Metallica. Many of you guys don't know who Metallica is. Big time uh, heavy metal band, speed metal band. Them drums and that guitar. You know what I mean? The best songs that they had were one, uh, Inner Sandman. Uh, One of my favorite, um, No Leaf Clover. Uh, which is not a big song that they had but it's one of my favorite ones um and so uh this is him if 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 you if anything metallica will be known as the band that fought against napster all right so some of you just to put things in perspective metallica was the one um that fought against napster yeah nothing else did i say nothing else matters yes a uh, master of puppets. Master, master. All right, You know what I mean? Inner Sandman. Exit light. Tonight, night. Take my hand. We're off to Never never Neverland. Everybody knows Inner Sandman. You don't have to be. Even if you're from the hood, you got to know Inner Sandman. And one is a good song, too, by the way. Uh, but uh, Lars from Metallica fought heavy against Napster and basically got Napster in so many lawsuits and got Napster pretty pretty much taken down. And now we had, that's how we got Apple Music. That's how we got Apple Music. So um, this is Metallica significant. All right. Meta- uh, so Metallica, the band is significant in the history of music. So anyway. With that being said, let's go into this. He's about to lose his 25-year marriage. Go ahead and write down the dream. All right, so here it is right here, divorcing from his wife of 25 years. Let's find out what happened. Metallica frontman James Hetfield and his wife of more than two decades are no more. Wow, no more. It says sources close to the former couple. Tells us James filed for divorce docs against Francesca. Francesca. She might be Ruski. Is she a Ruski? Says right here, um, in Colorado earlier this year, surprisingly, the filing was never reported, and the couple kept it out of the spotlight. Well, there goes that. They now put you on TMZ, so don't blame me. TMZ had the story first. Uh, we're told that the two are still in touch as they're uh, as they have kids together. Unfortunately, I couldn't blank out the kids, but it is what it is. James and Francesca met in 1992. Um, if you know anything about Metallica, this is the height of Metallica. Okay, I want to say, I want to say their biggest album probably came out in 1992. <laughs> this is how crazy it is. So again, right at the to- right at the top. One of their best albums probably did come out in 1992. So here you guys go. She's picking right off the top, or he let his guard down right off the top. And every single dollar he made after that, right at the top, is going to belong to her. And they got
1: hitched in
0: 1997. Uh, They have two daughters and a son. James credited Francesco over the years for helping him through tough times, including his anger management issues. All right, so let's skip through the kids. In one interview, James said Francesco once threatened. Wait a minute. Okay, wait. They're helping with the anger management interviews, but it says right here. In one interview, James said Francesco once threatened to take the kids out of the house if he couldn't get his temper in check. Uh Uh-oh. That's an L for you, James. She's going to use that against you (laughs) to get that money. Francesca was Hetfield's first marriage. Uh, She also joined him on tour at times, visiting spots around the world. What? Okay, here it is right here. I guess they were out here. Wait a minute. All right, what the hell? All right, anyway. And so how much is James Hetfield worth? Uh, Just so you guys know, let's go ahead and update you on that. This right here, his net worth, how James Hetfield became so rich. And this article came out yesterday, allegedly. And uh, of course, we're going to find out how much money he's worth. He's well known. If you've heard of Metallica, the rhythm guitarist and the lead singer of the group, he says most of their songs were also written by him or with him. He is known for his uh, being a skilled guitarist and is responsible for most of the guitar harmonies the man plays. So this one says $200 million, but I did look at Google. And they had it up as much as three hundred million dollars. Uh, by the way, if you want to, if you want to get into Metallica, all right, and you want to try Metallica, what I would tell you is um, try this album out. And it's a very n- not known, not a popular album, but it might be a little more palpable to you because their older stuff it sounds very, very heavy metal, and you might not be with it. But there's a great album called S and M. All right. And where they're doing a symphony with the San Francisco symphony. And um, they play some of their old music and new music to a symphony. And so it does. And it's great. Sonically, it's like amazing sonic album. Like it, the the drums, the guitar, the vocals and the symphony jumps out crazy. But they're old stuff. Like if you're in the metal, go to their old stuff. If you're just trying to try it out, you might not be ready for that. <laughs> yeah. You might not be ready for because they're from Northern California, but s is a good album if you want to get a little bit, you know, you don't want to sound like you at a speed metal concert. Yeah, man, S&M. They, so they collaborated with the San Francisco Symphony and they came together with it. So anyway, somebody says I ain't ready again. I'm, I know there's some people that aren't ready. So let's see here, man. So shout, shout out to James. He's about to get. He's about to get divorced. Great. The kingdom come, but it sounds like they're on good accord for now, but doesn't mean anything. Uh, their kids look to be rather young. Um, based on this picture that I have from 2014. So I'm looking at their children. They look rather young. So I think as the youngest, they do have a young daughter. This was 2012. So man, let me back that up. The kids might be, the kids might be old by this point. Cause I'm looking at a picture from 2012 and they look kind of young like as young as 10 and and up, but uh, they might be close to 18. She might be shit out of luck. Let me see here. James Hetfield on. She might be shit out of luck on child support. Oh, yeah, she out of luck, bro. She done. All right, so here, here it is right here. This is how you lose. So the kids are all above 20. The kids are all above 20, 20, 24, 22. So child support's off the table. But the alimony is not off the table. And if somehow she played a role in the marriage, or oh, sorry, in the band, because she did travel with the band, she might say she was a roadie or she helped with the band or helped motivate him to write the songs. All right, the alimony check is going to be fat. So he might want to play nice, nice with this woman. And especially if she already has the anger management and the therapy against him and the kids are scared. Then she might be able to get that alimony check a little bit fatter. Somebody said she was a groupie. <laughs> oh, James from, from Downey. Why did they up in San Francisco then? <laughs> Why'd they go up there? Oh, Jane. Okay, they from oh yeah, they you know what? Back in the day, they used to be doing the whole rounds at the Roxy. Back in the day, like they used to be big down there. All right. Uh, probably in the late 80s and early 90s. They used to do the whole scene back there before they became big. But um, or probably the the mid to late eighties, and all that stuff. So anyway, he may agree to the settlement. Yeah, he may agree and cut her a check, cut her eighty million dollars, and just call it a day. All right, enough about James Hetfield. There, but that's all we know. They didn't have much more about that. All that, although it was just a surprise. They don't have any other details, so it's hard to get into it about that. But thirty three hundred million dollars. Oh, by the way, somebody says eighty mil. Yes. Was Lars right about what? Did he call it out? Did Lars call out their, their their marriage? Uh just just one thing here just so you guys know, that's a 25 year marriage down the drain. Okay? So many of you married people Many of you married people that are married now and you've been married for 7 or 8 years, you ain't even been close to what it would take to make the marriage long standing. Okay? So you're getting there at the what? You're getting there at the eight-year mark. They made it 25 years, blew up. We also heard about another marriage, 47 years, gone. But you're hoping that it actually works out for you, and you're taking a big risk. So shout out to you guys. All right, let me see something here. Let's get to, we're going to get to the Gump psychologist. Let me check the PayPal so I don't get out of control with the PayPal. All right, V Madden in the building. Is that V-Mad? Is that you, brother? What did you have to say? It's a V mad in the house. He says, Um, youth ages, but stupid lasts forever. Appreciate your work, coach. Shout out to V-Mad. Stupid lasts forever. So as a man, you need to grow into your logic and not your emotions. I, this is why I don't really hang with emotional men. You know, uh anyway, I have a friend who is super duper emotional guy, and it's depressing. ETC ready to work, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. I crossed the street when I see the belly deli woman and she screamed, hello, good morning. And I damn near started running. He was like, No more, Mr. Nice guy. He says, No more Mr. Clean. Woo! <laughs> he was like, I'm outie. Want no part of her. The belly deli woman. By the way, how my lights looking. We can get a couple more likes. Yeah, if you have a blue pill friend, it's actually, I know this red pill, blue pill thing is kind of corny to a lot of people. But a lot of times, man, when you have that one dude, he really can't get a hold of himself. He on Facebook crying. Oh my God, say say their names. Say their names. Eric, whatever his name is. The dude that got in Kenosha crying. Oh, crying when Obama got elected. I'll be looking at y'all like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man! Maybe I need to enjoy life a little bit more I'm not impressed by things. I'm not easily impressed, so that's why I'd be looking at people like or I'm not easily fooled. I'd be looking at y'all like they'd be writing these long ass sonnets about their mama. oh like oh shit all right, anyway, I know I'm a different breed. I'm a different breed. Uh, let me see here. We got somebody from a business profile, but let me see here. Oh, it's uh, Maurice Jacqueline in the building. All right, Maurice Jacqueline. That's who it is. Appreciate you for being here again. That's a very generous super chat for nothing. You didn't say nothing. All right. Shout out to you. Maryland guy is in the building. Maryland guy says Maryland guy took six weeks. No cigarettes today. Six weeks. No cigarettes. Think I got it beat. Shout out to you. Congratulations, man. You've been cold turkey. Maryland guy went cold turkey. I remember when you announced it. You were like, "I'm gonna go. I'm doing it." All right. Shout out to you. Congratulations. Six weeks. All right. Let's get six mo and just put some of them fives on top of some of them sixes. All right. Moose Hefner says, "Coach, look up CPS worker fired for advising underage teen to become a prostitute for means to earn income." Mm-hmm. I did see somebody do a story on that. Yo. <laughs> yo yo the world's gone man we gone <laughs> here it is right here bam and you say let me see if i can pull this up this is a real story and by the way i'm sure this cps worker has people cool with prostitutes people cool with girl webcam uh, uh guys that run webcam and only fans they trying to start a side hustle here it is. These are the companies, these are the places that these women run to to keep custody away from your ass. And they're out here, here she is right here. So, uh let's tell the story. Thank you for bringing that up. I was going to do a story on this, but I kind of passed on it. Some things I pass on. I'm like, eh, "I don't want to talk about that." Child protective services uh would more than likely wait, remove wait. Child protect child children's protective services would more than likely remove a child from a parent Who told them to to become a prostitute? Yeah. So if you told your daughter to do it, they remove you. But here's CPS doing it. Keisha Basley or Basley has nine kids. She turned to CPS to help her with her 14 year old daughter, who she says was running away and causing trouble at school. Let's first of all, Ku Klux Keisha at it again. Ku Klux Keisha. At it again. So Ku Klux Keisha got nine kids that she can't even take care of. Where's the daddy? I guarantee you she's trying to keep the daddy away from this child. So she turns directly to CPS, or the daddy was a pookie and ran. And then my daughter quote my daughter told me that the worker has been telling her she should do these things. So she said she decided the video, t- uh, the the worker, CPS, is housing the girl at a hotel. <laughs> she's like. She's one of dozens of foster kids living in hotels in Harris County. Oh, poor thing, man. This is absolutely a tragic story. Pimp C. It says right here in the video, the girl tells the CPS employee she wants food. The CPS worker tells her to be a prostitute. Mm. Jesus. (laughs) I'm telling y'all one thing right now. I'm going to put this out here. Y'all, y'all keep blaming men for this. This is absolutely despicable. These are women doing these things. You got all women involved in this story. The worker is a woman, the mother's a woman, and then and then the young girl's a woman. These people are doomed. Unbelievable story here. And right here, and giving her an incentive to do so and almost threatening, uh, almost uh, a threat of not having her meet needs be Jesus and giving her an incentive to do so and almost a threat of not having her needs being met if she this is some Ebonics bullshit what is this shit right here if she didn't do what the woman very explicitly told her to do so it sounds like the CPS person's pimping the CPS person is definitely pimping in the hotel wow if me the parent was to be to do something like this to my child, I would be bashed, says Keisha, Ku Klux Keisha. I would be called a horrible parent. I would lose my kids. Well, you already lost your kids. CPS is involved. What are you talking about? Baisley filed a formal complaint with CPS. This should not be happening to girls in their care. She said it should not happen. It's unacceptable. Well, they already pimped them. If they are in a hotel, they're unfortunately, that's what they're doing to these girls. Sad. Absolutely atrocious. Jamie Masters, the commissioner of CPS, came to Houston to personally apologize to Baisley and her daughter. And he says, I've never had seen uh, that happen before, where the commissioner of the CPS comes in from Austin just to apologize about something horrible that has been done to a child involved in CPS. It's bad enough if it's uh, just one bad rogue worker. It concerns me that this may be bigger than that. And they need to make sure that it's just not one person And they've got to find a way to protect these kids. Oh, man. So I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. More than likely, this is my prediction as culture. They're going to find out that there's a network going on. And they're exposing these young girls to the life. Uh, This is why you got to watch out for street straggles. Because a lot of times these young girls, they're young. I don't know if you guys know about street straggles. Um, They start off underage. All right. They're not starting off. They don't start off at. 2021 they start off wait just look look up soft white underbelly they show you a lot of those girls that are street straggles they'd be like yep i started at 14 15 16 17 all right started stripping at 17 i used the fake id all right uh crazy so this is a tough tough time you think you have problems out here you got that situation shout out to who was that that told us about that story moose hefner oh we should have played the video but the video wasn't nothing I couldn't get a lot of information from the video. It was highly kind of censored. Austin, A.D. Austin in the building. He says, you know that we're in a gynocentric order because the men are small and the women are large. Men are starved while women have buffets. Literally, they're having a buffet Mm. and they'll never go hungry. They'll never go hungry. Somebody's always going to feed them. So, yes, men are, I always tell you, in the next 20 to 30 years, women will be larger than men. Easily. You can see it now. Women are larger than men. And, um, and I'm not talking about taller. All right, taller. Larger is a different word. Not mean Doesn't mean tall. Doesn't just mean tall. But they're larger. They take up more space than you. Um, when they confront you, it ain't like it's a little woman that you can just go ahead and right hook real quick when she's coming after you. They coming after you and they're a physical threat. They're imposing. It's not like you can just flip their ass over. When they come after you, it'd be like. The best thing you have, though, is agility. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could be like, move to the side. Your reaction time's quicker. So the thing is, you should be able to evade them. But if you stand in there and punch them like you, uh, George Foreman and, and Ken Norton. They they don't feel nothing. <laughs> it don't matter what race. Yeah, and you in skinny jeans too. Men in the skinny jeans, you can't even walk around. Sad, sad times. Yeah, he said climb a staircase. Yeah. But if you stand in toe-to-toe with many of these women, I don't care how tall you are, six one, it don't matter. If you're not massive six one, they'll get a they'll get a hold of your ass. <laughs> All right. But if they're running towards you, just juke a little bit. You don't need much because they don't have bait. but now women are athletes and stuff. Some of them can get, but they go tear their ACL up trying to come after you. So just hit them with that. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah. Uh, 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 is it uh, ju- 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 <laughs> they can't keep up with that. Yeah, if you're shorter than five nine, you're you could be harmed up by these people. Who is in here? Hey, Coach, Mr. Spice, a.k.a. the Red Pill Canuck, is in the building. He says, I'm booking a coaching call for tomorrow, ready to get that YouTube wisdom, which I'm going to do, start doing YouTube coaching. Also witnessed a fail pay-for-play with two girls, and the guy paid over $400 for the room. Now oh, you are an idiot. He says they basically drank all his booze and ran away. Give that gump the buzzer. So you dude never book two girls at the same time. I mean, never fall for the hey we work together as a team. I see people like that on seeking all the time. Hey, we're together, book us two and, you know, for my safety, I'm bringing my partner. Dude, you can't you can't no. <laughs> don't do that. All right, unless you know them, if you don't know them, they're just going to finesse the hell out of you. And they're going to double team you in terms of the court of public opinion or the uh, They got her story and their story against you. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, Cheap Drum Hack says, Lars was my idol as a kid until he went crying to Congress. Yep. He says, then he was just another crying SOB. I know Lars did lose a lot of his credibility as a a rocker or a metal guy. And uh, he was up in there like this. He was like, him got Napster. He was up in there crying. If you guys don't know the story, I remember when it happened. I was like, ooh. I was like, he's supposed to be hard. It would be like Ice Cube. You know what I mean? Like It would be like N.W.A. (laughs) going to Congress, complaining, him taking our money, him taking our music. But I can get it from the music side of it. Yeah, they were losing money. But Lars, man, started looking like a liberal. He started looking like... um. Shout out to Lars if you're watching. You start looking like Ellen DeGeneres after a while. <laughs> Running up in there crying. He started looking like he's, he was the look. He was, he, Lars was looking weak. I remember that. Yeah, Lars was looking like Ellen DeGeneres after a minute. Let me see here. If you I, you guys don't know, if you guys don't know, uh, reference to Young Dudes right here. Let me see if I can put it up. So this is the drummer from Metallica. So this was him back in the day. You know what I mean? He was all cool and all that. And then, you know, he chopped his hair off. They all cut their hair off. Uh, let me see here, Congress. Let me see if I can pull up a picture of him crying. Let me see if they got one. Yeah, then he was up in there telling. <laughs> he was up in there telling. Everybody's like, hey, bro. Hey, ho, oh boy. We We on the underground, man. What you doing, Ellen? He was up in there telling. Yeah, Lars lost some credibility on that. Hope, hopefully he got it back. Oh, is he talking about Donald Trump, too? Oh, he is. he's an anti-Trumper? Oh. Yeah. Bye-bye, Lars. Hey, bye-bye, Lars. Yeah, he in there. Uh-oh. <laughs> somebody said he looked like somebody we know. Yeah, he went in there switching and snitching and all that. Yeah, he took the he took a credibility hit. Tattletale ass. All right, uh, let's see here. We got a couple more here. Okay, we got everybody on PayPal. Oh, we got uh, Cash App in the building. Shout out to uh, he says uh, put Money Mindset back on YouTube, please. Huh? What happened? Money Mindset's only on Patreon. Are you talking about Blue Chip Mindset? Which one are you talking about? Blue chip mindset back on YouTube. It's on Wednesdays. Jones G, no lie, coach. 23 years and heading to family court. 23 years. Wow. 23 years marriage and done. Okay, so for the people who, for the people who want uh who, who's married that promotes marriage, what do you say to a person like that? Oh, you picked the wrong one. You picked the wrong one. Oh, it doesn't work out. It's just you. I, I gave you the statistic that the highest, um, the, the most divorced cohort of people are black women aged 50 to 59. So most of these people got married somewhere between 25 and 35. And the biggest divorce cohort of people, cohort of people, are black women 50 to 59. They're most likely to divorce you. So you're t- you're definitely 20 something years in. Y'all going to roll the dice on that? Let's get to this, Gump. Oh, it don't happen to everybody. Great divorce is actually, they can't even keep up with the statistics. They're happening so fast. All right, let's get up to this Gump therapist. We're at the hour and 20-minute mark as predicted. All right, and so we're going to get into um, the therapist that put out that article, that steaming article about lonely men in the future. Several women emailed me this article, and they were like, see, you guys are going to be lonely. Of course, men process loneliness a little bit different, right? So what that article did was actually it was a headliner to get women's attention because men rarely sitting around talking about their lonely. Okay, let me see here if I can find it right quick. Um, Psychology Today. So reading Rainbow Greg in the building, we just have to pull that up too. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, Reading Rainbow. There it is. We'll pull that up just in case I need the theme song. But uh, men don't say, I'm lonely. <laughs> right? They might be alone. Baby, I want to be alone with you. There's men that are married that are lonely. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Hear me out. There's men that are married that are absolutely, pathetically lonely. Dad, what are you doing?
2: I'm a Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now.
0: And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So with that said, there are guys that are going to be alone. They're going to choose to be alone. You have Midtown. You have guys that are going monk. You have guys that are going overseas with passports. They're going to find a way because obviously the dating marketplace is actually screwed. He doesn't. He doesn't call out any of these things in that. We already broke down and debunked it. But he now put the pressure on men on what men should do on dating apps. It's over, sir. Men have figured it out. Women have exposed themselves. They played their hand. Women are saying now, um, they they during their younger years, they getting papped out. They want dangerous men. They want they want Chad and Tyrone's. They want men. Uh, how about the woman that says, we're not helping you build? We don't want dudes with potential no more. We're going to have our fun. We in these streets.
3: In these streets.
0: They've exposed themselves. So now he's talking about men should go on dating apps to actually put themselves, improve their social dating skills. Mm. It's over. So he he didn't acknowledge any of that. And he just put this title up that lonely single men. Sure, they're going to be men that are alone. There's going to be men that are single. That are going to be men that are lonely, potentially. But by not addressing what the situation was, he made himself a target. And so here you go right here. Therapist slammed for saying lonely men need to step up in dating. That basically what he said. Men need to man up. And I'm sorry, Greg, that's your name right here. Um, You about to go ahead and catch that wreck. All right, this is Greg right here. This is him. And we're going to play his theme song right here.
2: Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high Take a look It's in a book A reading rainbow I can go anywhere Friends to know And ways to grow A reading rainbow I can be anywhere
0: That's you, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, you deserve all of that song, man. You deserve all of that song because you address nothing. You basically say men need to become the better version of themselves. They need to improve themselves for the dating market. But you didn't call out the women? Man, where have you been? You got your head in the sand? Let me make sure something else don't play at the end of this. They'd be like playing the whole damn new song. All right. And so he got hate response. This is what he got. He got slammed. Of course, the women loving it because they're out here lonely. They out here single and and can't find an emotionally available target. They can't find a gump. So this this is what's happening. I would just sum it up. Women played it too long. They overplayed their hand men walked away from dating a significant portion. Went MGTOW, they went monk, they walked away from the dating coaches. Dating coaches been exposed as fraudulent. Dating coaches can't even make no money no more. Alright, they done. Alright, they ran out. Dudes got their passport and skedaddle. Dude's now going overseas and like, we're going overseas. Alright, we're not messing with American women. Women are selling themselves on the internet. He never addressed any of that. Women are selling themselves on seeking arrangement. They're broke. They're in poverty. Now they're 35. They're looking for good men. What? Okay, and and now he's comes up, men need to man up. Boy, you picked the wrong time, bruh. You picked the wrong time to come out with this bullshit ass article. Dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Yeah, women don't want to date down. What about feminism, sir? You don't want to bring that up? Women make more money, and they're going, well, you got to be up above my level. How are we going to do that in the equal society? Everybody's supposed to be equal, right? Oh, but no, these women are going, no, I want more. There's women say, I want you to make two or three times more than I make. And she makes 60 grand. Mm. Can we do the math? Can we get the female delusional calculator out? You didn't talk about that. So the man has to make 120 or 180 just to qualify. And most of the time, when I, the way most men make 120 to 180, they don't make it W2 sitting in a white collar job. They don't do it. If I make 180 or 120, I'm hustling. I'm a blue collar guy. I have a business to run. I don't have time to be mess- raising kids with you while you shuffling off to your human resource job. And then you're looking down at me. I make If I make 120, she's looking at me like, well, you're 120, but you're short. You're 120, but you're blue collar. You're 120, but you're fat. You're 120, but you're balding. You're one. 120- <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? And so they super duper delusional. They're looking for the uh the the guy that's gonna come in his save them, and then when time runs out, they go.
2: And that's you, they take
0: somebody, but they can't do that anymore. Men, there's 20% of men that are awake and aware. They may not be red pill, but I would say 20%. Uh, when you include what Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate have done to this culture in the last two years, and then everybody below. Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate, which includes me. When you include the impact that we've had since 2017 and, and a little bit before, you got the time like and is all. When you include that, there's men that are woken up. They're like, oh, when you include the divorce statistics, men aren't jumping in relationships. They're not jumping in relationships when 25% of the available women are on headmans and they're watching men get divorced, rape the kingdom come men are not jumping in relationships. They're like, for what? I can go overseas. I can go on seeking arrangements. I can, I can, if I'm a top tier man, they're sharing. The top tier man is sharing nine or 10 women and they're revolt They're And then this woman finally says, I'm exhausted by the jerks.
2: And that's you.
0: Men have been on dating apps for some 10 years. Many of men cannot get a single match. <laughs> Many men cannot get a single match on a dating app. There's nothing they're going to do for that. There's no amount of man up a man's going to do on a dating app. I go on dating apps and most I get are mud sharks, old ass women between the age of 39 to 59. And all the young broads trying to pump their Instagram following up Mm. in order to pump their OnlyFans following up. He acknowledged none of that. You didn't acknowledge none of that about the young girls pumping up their Instagram following and their OnlyFans. You didn't even bring up OnlyFans, sir. The monetized woman seeking. You you brought up none of that.
1: Or we just have to man up. No, man,
0: we ain't going for none of that. And that's why your ass got slammed. Here it is right here. Couples, couple psychologist, Dr. Greg Mato models penned a piece title called The Rise of Lonely Single Men, in which he argued men need to address their relationship skills deficit as women are becoming increasingly selective. Yeah, women are becoming increasingly delusional, and that's why they're the lonely ones. And that's why you put that as a title. So women can feel that men are going to be lonely, too. Men are not going to be lonely. I'm letting you know there's going to be some men that are going to be lonely. But there's some men that are going to figure it out. They're going to find a way to get some peace leave. <laughs> okay? If they got to get in a boat and go 3,000 miles across the Atlantic, they go in there to get some peace leave. You can get you a passport. I can get to Thailand. I can get to Philippines. I got enough money. I, if I make six figures and I'm one of these six-figure guys that they still looking at me up and down, shit, I can get over to Thailand real quick. Or I can get up here and pap out junior college chicks until I'm until I'm just I'm tired of junior college girls right now. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need a break. I'm like, I need a break this week. There's just too many of them. And they're selling it. They're selling a bit like crazy. And I'm a bisexual B.U.I. sexual. So I'm sitting here like, okay, these girls don't want to cooperate. Forget about it. Here's a fistful of 20s. I got money. And I get to be here in peace and quiet. I don't have anybody interrupting me. I don't have anybody. Your stream's going too long. We know what's happening when you get into a relationship. You know what happens when you get into a relationship. She's going to now uh, move the goalpost. She's going to say, well, now we're in a relationship. Now we're committed. Now we need to work to becoming cohabitation. Now we need to work on engagement. Now we need to work towards marriage. And that's a process. She's going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And if you don't do anything, she's going to be like, I'm not happy. (laughs) The encroachment. Oh, if you just commit to me, it'll be fantastic. You commit nine months later. Even LeBron James had to deal with this BS. I did a whole video on LeBron James had to deal with it. He's sitting there minding his own business, relaxing, decompressing, de-stressing, And his own wife. So we're going to do this renewing our marriage vows. What? Man, would you get out of (laughs) here? Again, they always got to push. And when he put the video on
1: her, she was looking like. She was looking like.
0: Are we going to do this renewing our meeting? They can't be happy where they are. Can't be happy where they are. They always got to ruin it. And I always tell women, you're about to ruin this. Every time they encroach, you're about to ruin this. Just stay right here. They can't do it. I'm not happy. (laughs) They eventually want to push and push and push until they push your ass over the edge. And so men have figured that out in relationships, and they can be fine out here. They're like, and then by the time you marry them, then they want to be like, well, I've had my kids. Now I want to do what? Now they want to go. Now they want to go back out and party and club and shake their ass and go to Girls Nights Out and have fun and giggle and get felt up on and have dudes talk to them. Oh, no. You can buy me a drink, but I'm married. Then the dudes keep pushing the line on her. Oh, meet me here next week. Then she wants to go to Girls Nights Out again. Hope I see that bouncer next week. Then she sees the bouncer. Oh, remember me. Ha <laughs> ha. All of a sudden, she's slobbing on his knob four weeks down the line. Or she's meeting him. That We're going to Vegas next weekend. Oh, okay, I'm going to get my girls to go to Vegas, and then we'll sort of meet up there. <laughs> it's it's exhausting. Everybody knows the game, but not Greg's dumbass, All right, Not his ass. Man up, he says. Man up, he says. What else did he say? I have re—I hear reoccurring dating things from women between the ages of 25 and 45. That's your problem, Greg. This is Greg right here. That's your problem. You took women above the age of 32's advice on the dating marketplace. Give yourself a fat L. That's who you're listening to. 45 year old women. What happened? Where did all the? You're listening go? to 45 year old single women. That is not the proper people that you need to be talking to. They prefer men who are emotionally available, good communicators, and share similar values. You mean anti-Trumpers? All right, there's not that many dudes that are anti-Trump. So you see these women on dating apps. Swipe left if you're a Trumper. Mm -hmm. Swipe left. If you're conservative, stay far away from me. Okay, so they just eliminated 50 60% of men. So you want same values, but these women are feminazis. (laughs) <laughs> like what? These women are Joe Biden supporters and they running around trying to get you to believe in a bullshit so they can you can play their politics game. They driving you to the voting poll like this.
2: Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote. We done lost a vote that's gonna go to
1: Trump. God damn Stop <laughs> worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But goddammit, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking
0: sense. Yeah. Those are the women on dating apps, age 35 and up. Rainbow hair, tattoos, nose rings. And Greg interviewed those women. Give yourself a fat L, Greg. Give yourself a fat L. That is what you based your information on. These these liberal feminazis. That's what you did. (laughs) Let's not even talk about the overweight ones. Divorce once and twice. Single mothers. That's what you took. You took their information and pinned this article. That's why you getting slammed. It says right here, and this is in the New York Post, Matos said that there were three reasons men were having trouble finding partners. <laughs> Citing the rising use of dating apps. Dating apps are done in America, bro. Dating apps are done in America for most men and most women. It's a, it's a, it's a cesspool. It's a rest haven for hoes. That's what de- dating apps are. Many of the young women on dating apps are also on seeking arrangements. Trust me. And I've had an older woman. I know that was on an ice match with her on a dating app and had a conversation with her. And she found me on seeking arrangements. She's in her forties. It's a, it's a rapsky. What are you talking about? And he says, increasing relationship standards. Yeah, delusional standards. And then failure to by guys to step up. Uh, this is why you got torn up. Uh, it says right here, let love have the last word. Yeah, bro. You. Mm. <laughs> the report was intended to highlight a growing problem identified in a 2020 study that found loneliness in great, is greater in men than in women, but it quickly sparked a pile on. Yep, within hours. There were thousands of posts on the topic shared on Twitter and TikTok. But while women aren't shocked, they have been complaining about how low the bar is set for years. Okay. It says many men are outraged arguing women are too picky and have double standards. It's too simple. Again, when these articles go mainstream, they never reflect the side of the argument for men. It's always. The women are fine and perfect, but you guys over here are messing up. Mm. When women say I need a guy that makes $130,000 and there's less than 8% of people that make 130 or let's just say 150, less than 8% of the male population makes 150, and I would venture to say the men that do make 150, 70% of them are married already. So you're looking at 30% picks Slim pickings, 30% of a small percentage of men. And then you got to qualify for that man, ma'am. The guy's available at 30% of the small percentage of people are available. He makes 150. You got to qualify for him. And more than likely, you won't. So they're frustrated. Uh, well, I'll wait for my guy. And meanwhile, there's guys that make 90, 70, 40. 50. there's they're all around them there's a woman that says i i'll let these guys fornicate with me but they'll never be relationship material we know a lot of women are fornicating while they're remaining while they're waiting out for their top guy i'm waiting out for my top guy but i'm gonna be fornicating in these streets
2: in these streets
0: <laughs> where are we doing you didn't address any of that Promisc- promiscuity sex culture Digital sexual revolution, seeking arrangements, Instagram thotting, addressing of oven. That's why your ass got torn up right here. And of course, the women are like, well, it seems that he was right since men are upset. There were women in the comment section down here. See, he must have been right. Where's the comment section? Let me read one right here. It says right here. Um, let me see. Now, these guys were going against him. Let's see. Oh, no. Oh, these people are going against him. I was on another. Oh, you know where I was on his TikTok. So here it is right here. He has a response. We'll listen to it. So the women on his TikTok, why the hate mail? You know why? They don't want to change, LOL. They don't want to evolve. They refuse to accept. We'd rather be at peace or alone. Okay. Be at peace. You know, with most men, we know how that's going to end, right? here's the woman the hate mail is proof you're right you wrote a great pre- piece all because uh, sorry, you wrote a great piece all people have to do is read the article it's short but they get stuck on the title and get triggered um this woman says i'm in love i don't know if that's, that's a bot here's the woman they don't want to be the best version of themselves there we go right here here's another one thanks for highlighting that women have options use them wisely ladies do not settle And then one person says, where do your statistics statistics come from? Here's the guy. Let's listen to him. Here's the guy. Let's break him down. Break him down. Break him down. Why is it? Why is it moving? I'm trying to get it full screen here. I guess I won't be able to get it full screen. So uh, let's hear the playback. Can you guys see this? Oh, let's make it larger.
1: Why?
3: When all I'm doing is asking you to be
0: the best version of yourself. Hey, we got to get rid of that. Whoever says that best version of yourself bullshit, I don't want to hear no more, <laughs> all right? I know Richard Cooper and all of these people and they using this shit, all right? Y'all need to delete that phrase from your self-improvement channels or whatever the hell you talking about. It's the most basic elementary bullshit and everybody can spin that shit. Put that shit down. If anybody says from this day forward, be the best version of yourself, delete your damn channel. That's no longer, we no longer going for that.
1: We no longer going for that
0: shit no more. That's no longer a thing we can talk about. All right, that throw that in there with man up. Throw that in there with, there's another one there. Uh, where, where's another one? Oh, do the work. Yeah, let's throw that all in a pile and flame that shit up. Flame it. That's no longer going for that. We We elevating from that. Now, if these people starting using your phrases, you lost. Anyway. Let's continue. Oh, wait. And why he got this music in the background? That's all. (laughs) That's that's all I'm
3: inviting
1: you to do, my brothers.
0: You gone, bro. He said, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, have confidence. Throw that shit in there with the pile, of, throw, throw best version of yourself in the pile of bullshit with uh believe in yourself and just have confidence. Throw it in there, too. Where are we at, my brothers. I just want us, my brothers, dude. You're done. You're 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 gone. You're gone. The culture ain't listening to you no more. All I'm inviting you to do is just be
3: the best version of yourself i think it's the fourth marine corps leadership principle or something like that it's i don't know where it is anymore i haven't been in the marine corps for a minute but uh active duty that is but uh the leadership principle is simple always
1: seek (sighs)
2: self-improvement
0: He think he's saying some profound shit. He think he's saying. (laughs) He thinks he's saying some profound information right now. He said, what a pioneer. This dude's pipe. Dude, did you write a book? Bruh, write a book, would you? Give us all your most profound shit that you learned at Cal University of California berserkly. Be the
1: best version of yourself bully are you joking all right anyway
3: always seek self-improvement
0: The secret to life.
1: Always seek self-improvement.
0: Be the best version of yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you winning. You winning in life. Who pays you money? Do I have to pay you money to sit there and listen to this shit? You got to be kidding me. All right, continuing. You, I can't wait to the.
3: Simple to me. Doesn't get more complicated than that. So if I, as a leader, Uh am always seeking self-improvement, yeah, then why would I not look to my relationships, the people that I care about the most, Uh the people I say I love, and not ask myself, how can I love these
1: people better?
0: I ain't with you yet, bro. And now, nah, man, you ain't said shit yet. <laughs> you ain't said a damn thing, bro. Word salad. Word salad. You skip you skip the level here. But I'm going to keep listening to you. Why do I keep coming back to these pink ass shoes? All right. Oh, these are the shoes he wearing. Hold up. Let's listen to more here.
3: Why would I not ask myself that? Unless I was afraid.
0: Oh, oh, oh. He's using, the, oh, you're afraid. Mm. You're afraid, you coward men. You men are cowards. Level up for these women.
2: What happened? Where did all the men go?
3: Afraid that it meant something. It meant either that I didn't know something, I needed to do something, that something needed to change, something would have to something would have to shift. But why not embrace that? The leaders who I have come across. The leaders who I have come across as I've visited other countries, served in other countries in the military. <laughs> Get to the boy. Hold on. Military. I've lived in other countries. I'm in Portugal now, but obviously served in the Middle East. The leaders who I have come across who are the most effective are the ones who are skilled in human. Relationships, my friends. And that's what I'm talking about here at a better love project.
0: Many of your men in your ilk, your military, have been divorced. All right. Many of these leaders that you've taken orders from probably have been divorced. You know what the divorce rate is in the military? I'll tell you what the divorce rate is in the military, Mr. Leader, all the leaders you served up under. Okay, divorce rate in the military, <laughs> and now you're trying to slow it up. All right, where is that? Uh here it is. Where, where is it at? Let me see if I can find one. They that they that they gonna tell the truth. Sixty four percent in the Air Force. Sixty four percent in the Air Force. Mm. See if I can. Find. I didn't. I wasn't ready to give you this, but I've done a show on this. It's extremely high, extremely high. 60, the Air Force, and this was 2011. That was the article I brought up. Sixty-four percent. It's probably higher than that now. Okay, Mister Leader. Uh, continuing here. Let me see if I can find out. Here he is. He's got more.
3: And that's what I was talking about in that article on Psychology Today. All of us reaching our fullest potential, knowing. That there are
0: resources out there, mental health care. Okay, all right. He's throwing that out. I ain't with you on that. Mental health care. Um, continuing. If, if if I'm going to you for mental health, I got a problem. That
3: there are therapists out there trained in communication skills. Why would you not unless you couldn't afford it, unless you didn't have access to it. And I know that is also the case.
0: He said y'all are broke ninjas. <laughs> Shame, blame and explain. You know what I mean? The, even the passport bros won't let us. Do, no, not the passport bros. Even the dating coaches won't get away. Let us get away with that. The pookies. Pookies won't let us get away with them, us calling them broke. You broke, broke ninja. You can't afford my therapy. Continue. I also know that there's a great
3: shortage of mental health care access.
0: No, there's not. It's everywhere. In the United States of America and
3: across the world. Because people don't
0: give a shit. Oh, he angry now. Um, so now we got to go through your therapy. All right. This is the problem I have with mental health. If if I got to if I'm going to turn into you, I'm not going to you because you're not the answer. See, they think they all the answer. You can look it up. Mental health therapy does not fit. Like you will go through 8, 10, 50, 11 therapists before you find one. I ain't got no time for all that shit. <laughs> All right, well, this one don't work, and not all work. You got to find the one. Okay, if you're actually confident in your services, then y'all would all work. Well, you know, you got to do this. You got a therapist shop. Hell no, I ain't doing all that. bullshit. Continue.
3: They say they give a shit, but they
0: don't give a shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they prioritize other things.
0: We should prioritize other things. Because these are the things we're judged on. I don't know if you know that, sir, raising your eyebrows. We're judged on everything that we provide. But now you're saying we're prioritizing other things. I'm supposed to prioritize love, but not prioritize the fact that I'm not economically and emotionally attractive. Come on, man. Which one is going to be? I can't prioritize my fun. Now I got to be sitting in therapy and then sitting up under my woman all day trying to figure this out. I don't have time. I need to go make some money. Am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. Mm. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. And that's why you're getting torn up by haters. <laughs> no. You and John, doc, Dr. John Baloney should get together. Dr. John Baloney. You guys would be a fabulous tag team. We'll call you Demolition. If people actually prioritize mental health, they would invest in it. No, dude, see, I have a problem with this bullshit. See, when I, t- when I go against mental health, everybody's up in arms. But they can keep selling this bullshit, right, as it's the answer. You are not the answer. I'm going to tell you that right now for many men. So if you're going to come out here and run commercials and I can't go against it, I have a problem with that. When, if there's something I can't speak out against with everybody saying, no, 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 you can't speak out against it, that's a red flag. So he gets to come out here with his damn commercial and his damn elixir and his snake oil. And I can't go against it because it's it's not right. Because you know these people. New, 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 world order. Okay, I'm going a, I'm to a go out against it just on principle, on GP as they say. I'm going to come out against it because if you tell me I can't come out against it, then that's telling me that it's it's not right for you. You know what I mean? This tells me something is a red flag. Just like you couldn't come out against, against the poke. Just like he couldn't come out against feminism. All of a sudden, when enough people come out, and they can no longer keep the lid on it, and we expose it for what it is, then they, car- then they cry uh, to, to try to keep us silent about it. I want all of these therapists that claim that they're the answer to come out here and show me some damn results. Show me the results. The results aren't good. Many of your people drop out. Many of them people seek other people. They shop. Many of them end up on medication, and you're a direct pipeline to the pharma. Oh, don't get me to talking. Don't get me to talking. You guys are agents. You guys are state certified agents, many of you. And I don't want to talk down about the whole profession. But what I'm telling you is you can't come out here and say you're the answer and mental health is the answer when we got a whole bunch of other problems out here. What about the mental health of women? What about the mental health of women? What about the mental health of women? You didn't address that, bipolarism. You didn't address the, uh, what was the other one that the uh, other woman said they had? 25% on her mental health meds. What about them? You're the, You're the one counseling them. They're in trouble. When you look at the statistics of mental health, it's women that are ones that are either using the service as a crutch or they're the ones out there needing the service. Borderline, you got borderline, you got borderline personality disorder, bipolarism. They're wrecking relationships left and right. But Greg, you want us to man up. You want us to be the best version of ourselves. And what's happening is men aren't using these services. So he's trying to get men by shaming you and threatening you to come and use his services. That's all he's doing. You're a snake oil salesman, sir. You're a hypocrite. You're a panderer. And you're dead wrong. That's why you're getting slammed right now. You're dead wrong. They would seek out
3: charities like this one and others, nonprofits who are doing the work of creating free mental health resources. They would get behind people like me and others who are doing this work.
0: Yeah. That, you know who those people are called? New, 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 new,
3: new world order.
0: That's who those are
3: called. Yeah. They would pay mental health providers uh,
0: better. Okay. They want. Oh, you want some more money, I see. I got money. You mad, you mad that people on YouTube making more money than you. Yeah. New, 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 new world order. They Cut corners. They want to create, uh,
3: startup companies that paid mental health providers shit, which there are companies like that out there right now. There would be investment in mental health. New,
0: new, 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 new world order. He mad he went to college for 8 years to come out being broke in Portugal. That's what you mad about. Sir, do the work. You can be on YouTube like Dr. John Baloney, and you can be up here making a killing too. But you don't want to do the work, I see. You want to sit in your little office with your little bonsai tree and your little waterfall uh uh little thing, little waterfall thing going over here in your little um your little de-stress balls, you want to sit over there and let your California berserkly degree speak for you. Well, that don't work no more. Mm. Nobody cares about your berserkly degree. Nobody cares about degrees anymore. Not
1: men. Men don't care about that. Because we
3: know that mental health is relationship health. Relationship health is mental health.
0: It's all interconnected, my friends. My friends, this dude is... This dude is low grade. See, not I don't even do this bullshit, my friend, brothers. This dude is a low grade, low grade, um, pulpit preacher. And you don't even have the skills to be able to sell your services enough. You came out here without research and tried to shame dudes, and you all, your ass got a rude awakening. Okay, he got a lesson. He got a lesson and he didn't realize that they was going to come at him and all the. Let me just give you a couple of examples of some uh, comments here. It says they prefer men who are emotionally available, good communicators and share similar values. And he says they say this. But in reality, data shows that on dating apps, 90 percent of the women are swiping right on just 10 percent of the men. Guys, people see it. it says right here. There are a growing number of men who have essentially had enough of dating. Dating is dead. Prostitution is in. Prostitution in all forms, not just pay for play. We're talking about flying in. We're talking about people flying all overseas to see each other. We're talking about the passport bros. People don't want to say that's prostitution, but when you look at it, it's a form of pay for play where they're paying and investing in something where they can go get a better deal. They'd rather do that than to stay in here with these delusional women who are swiping right, swiping right on only a percent of the men. They're taking their money and they're going and putting it over here. You're having people all out directly paying for play. You have all the you have people doing paying for OnlyFans. It's where it's going, and so they're going to um, um, deny it. But it's where it's going right here. Dating's dead. Gaming's dead. People don't even want to hear about that game bullshit no more. That's how sad it is. And these game dudes are going, "What happened?" <laughs> right? There's guys that are going, "Look, we tried that game bullshit. It's a different. It's a new day. Yes, it is." And of course, these dudes want to tell you about their war stories. Oh man, when I was back in my day, I used to run around here. We used to go to Great America and Magic Mountain and get all kinds of numbers. We used to go to the bowling alley and kick it in the front, in front of the movie theater, and we used to get numbers left and right. We used to go to the shopping mall, and we used to go to we used to go to Tower Records, and we get all the hoes at the warehouse music. Nobody want to hear that bullshit. Okay, Because that's not how people socialize now. So nobody hearing those war wounds no more. Nobody hearing this. You guys just scared to talk to women. See, back in our day, that's all you could do was talk to women. Now these women got hundreds of people that they can talk to and they believe they have options and they don't. Back in my day, when we walked home from school uphill both ways. And we walked through snowstorms. The hoes used to be in biker shorts. And we used to be running up on them and pulling up on them. Passengers side of the ride. Mm. Okay. You old ass. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. That shit made sense back then. When y'all was rolling in y'all Nissan Sentra with the rims on it. lowered. It used to pull up against high school girls who was young, dumb, and full of you know what. Yeah. We used to roll up at the bus stop. Back in the day with your pants sagging and your cross-colored jeans, yeah, you was out there making it, homie. Yeah, when I was in Blockbuster, what we used to do is we used to go to Blockbuster Video, Sean. We used to go to Blockbuster Videos, and we had all them hoes. You know, they would be walking down the aisle. We used to go down the new release aisle, and then what we would do is we would act like we was getting a movie. And then we'll push that one back there. We act like we was getting a movie. And then we we see the young hoes over there, and we used to be like, yo, toodaloodaloodaloodaloodalood. What's up, baby? What you getting out there? Oh, you getting Gremlins 3? Gremlin 3, that's that stuff, baby. Hey, you need to see this one, the new releases. I see you can't afford the new releases because you got to bring that back in 24 hours. You trying to get the five-day release. And we used to do that, man. We used to do that all in front of Blockbuster Video. Sitting out, we get our three videos, and we wait for the hoes to come up and buy the shorts, and we used to get them. Mm. <laughs> okay. Ain't nobody trying to hear that no more. Dumb days are over. So this is what this dude's trying to do. Essentially is bring it all the way back, man up and it ain't going to work. Let's get to the contributions. Somebody said the arcade, we used to go to the arcade, and them nerdy bucktooth girls used to be standing around there waiting to jump on the damn NBA Jam. And what I used to do is I used to take my quarter, and I used to reach over the broad like this. I used to reach over the girl like this, the little Slimmy, and put my quarter up there so she knew I was about that game. I got next, put my quarter up there, and she's like, damn, he got quarters everywhere. He got quarters on Millipede. He got quarters on Dig Dug. He got quarters on Miss Pac-Man. He got quarters on NBA Jam. This dude pimpin' and playing." He got quarters on Street Fighter. This dude pimping and playing. And look at me. Let me tell you. I'm hitting that button. Hitting that button. She knew I was about my business. (laughs) Old ass game dudes talking that shit. Nobody wanna hear that. Dude's getting on airplanes now. Dudes got passport now, coming out 18 to 19. Passport. What you talking about, quarters, man? Look, I'm out. Y'all can't stop them and y'all mad. They get no, they getting passports before they get no child support, like some of you game artists is on child support. You getting passports, they getting passports now and they out. Mm. And you can't stop them. You can't make them uh, man up and talk to these Ku Klux Kishas.
2: Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God.
0: Another thing, if you're talking to a guy and you're trying to shame him for spending 300, 400, 500, 1000 bucks and the dude makes six figures. Oh man, you ain't doing it right. He's sitting there like, "I got 1000 bucks. I fly out the n- nicest, firmest piece of tail and do not get mad at me cuz they got girls stripping in the park right now." I can go fly her out, put her up. This is a girl that I don't have to wait to match with online. Like I'm matching with 35-year-old and 45-year-old women. Oh, I hope she likes me. Hope she likes my Starbucks date. I literally could be like, all right, fly her on out here. She tight, right, and just all plumped and firmed everywhere. Bring her ass on out. Pay the money, fly her back. Oh, well, that's tricking. That's tricking the dating coaches. Because they found a way to jump over the system. Now, it would be tricking if the dude would have to go out there and try to fall in love with the bra. He don't. Fly her ass out. These girls are ready to get flying out. They're ready to get a Southwest ticket. Oh, it's tricking, though. It's tricking. It's tricking. No, it's tricking. So that don't count. Okay. Well, the problem is many men are going that way. What are you going to do? Just berate them. You're tricking. They don't care no more. I don't care anymore. They don't care. What are you doing, guys? Not only do they not care, the men don't care. I'm sorry, the women don't care. They don't care. So you're trying to reel people in back in that 90s bullshit. And nobody lives by that standard anymore. These girls, you know what they want to (laughs) be?
2: I'm over it, so fucking over. I'm about to be a fucking oh, bro. I'm about to be the biggest fucking hobo. bro. Watch me, bro. I'm about to be a hoe for real. I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas
0: not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like. Eh, 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 eh. they, the, Dude, It's it's gone. We've opened Pandora's box. All right, so it's not going backwards. The only way it goes backwards (laughs) is if there's World War III and there's a calamity on the American soil. It's got to be on American soil, World War III. A religious awakening. We ain't getting that anytime soon unless cheese part the cloud right now. You got to have an economic collapse of proportion, meaning everybody's forced to sell a little bit of leg. You got to have a plague you yeah, we've already had booty pox in, in C19. So we've already seen what that's gonna happen. Okay, or massive integration or terrorism. And we're having that too. So we're gonna have to face the end times of the, those five five situations. And until then, dudes, you're not stopping dudes from hopping on a plane. You're not stopping dudes from driving cross country and, and paying or flying a woman. You're not stopping that. That's that people are like, what part of the game is that? It's part of the game. And dudes are doing it. Now, Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to come up with other than to, nah, man, y'all ain't got to go do that. I'll teach you for $8.99 and $4,000 consultation. <laughs> mm. I'll teach you how to keep these hoes in line. The problem is nobody wants to keep them in line anymore. Nobody wants to keep them in line. What you're eventually going to see is the guy end up just being a gump. He's gonna be the henpecked husband. Nobody wants to do that. Oh, and also the nasty boys too. You got the nasty boys that are slurping up all the belly delis. What about that? See, it's it's no longer you can get men to comply by just just (laughs) just saying, "Well, you cheating, you cheating, you you doing it, you doing it the wrong way." Well, the guy got resources; it don't matter to him. He, He he's going to Columbia. You're not stopping him. All right, anyway. That's gonna be y'all's bag. And you can put dudes in certain categories and name call, but obviously name calling is not gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Well, y'all ain't got no game. That that don't work no more. <laughs> All right, shout out to Greer installation. Put the playback of Money Mindset back on YouTube. I used to, oh, I see. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay, so what happened was I get it now. So what happened was, because now it's on Zoom, so I know what you mean now. So normally what I was doing was the playback on the money mindset would be on YouTube. I would upload it. I would download it and re-upload it. But what happened was when I was doing that, it was my computer would crash or it would stop the download. And I would miss the whole, I would lose the whole stream. So I got to find a workaround for that. All right. Shout out to Jones. G. divorce grape. Yep, and that's you,
2: and that's you. I hope
0: you and it looks like you got a young son there. I wish you the best. Dark Knight CGA, the big brother. I never had salute in the building. All right, where we got Sheldon Ross says, LOL, quarters on the Street Fighter. You guys know how it used to be. Yep, and now when you got,
1: I got money. Uncle Earl,
0: Uncle Earl letting y'all know, he's like, Look. Go follow Tiffany and Uncle Earl on Instagram. Uncle Earl's letting y'all know the days is gone, man. The days where a dude actually took pride in checking a woman is gone. Remember that? Man, I got these holes in check. When was the last time you heard that and you was like, yeah, man, I want that ism? There's dudes that want that. I could sell you some bullshit if you want. But back then... The girls couldn't come outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, couldn't even, they couldn't even come outside. You know what I'm saying? All they had was a cord phone. The phone with the cord that stretched all the way from the kitchen that they bought at Radio Shack. It was like 200 feet of cord with that spiral-ass cord. And they, that's all they had to work against the ism. That was the only threat. Shit. Just, t- just cut their phone off. Like she was done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then she got a cordless phone, and she was all that. She can go down to the garage. She was like, oh, shit, she got a cordless phone. I got to find a way to. That was how you keep her broad and check. Make sure you delete all her answer machine messages. When you get home and they had that little ass cassette, them two cassettes, and that answer machine, and you got home, let me keep my hoe in check. Delete. Hey, baby, how you doing? This Tyrone. Delete. <laughs> hey, baby, this is Roger. I met you at Warehouse Music. Delete. Who you been giving your number out to? Then you got caller ID. Oh, I got all these ninjas number. You call him back. Hey, Roger, stop calling my broad. He like, is that your chick? Then she got a pager. What you doing with this pager? Somebody paging me. Beat me 911 to call me on my cell phone. I'll call you back to see what you gonna tell me. Then she got a little Motorola Flip. Then she got Aim. Then she got MySpace. Then she got uh. Then she got a little uh Messenger. Cling 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 cling. Messenger fifty dudes. Then she got Black Planet. Then she got Instagram, Facebook. It was over. It's a wrap. Mm. <laughs> All she had was a cordless phone. Now her ass out here. You can't keep them in check now. Used to have a girl sprung. I remember Solo TV 84 was talking about this. Remember when you can get a girl sprung? She met like three dudes in a whole six months. You finally get the cheeks. I'm going to get these cheeks. You had to wait a couple of days to get the cheeks. You get them cheeks. In a park bench. A parking lot. Parking lot pimping ass dudes. A no-tell motel. Hotel, everybody. You go get your mama's house. You get the cheeks down there, whole basement smelling like Badissi. You finally get her to open up. You get them cheeks. She was yours. She ain't never letting her go. She was on you like this, like white on rice. She was on you like fly on shit. She was on you like syrup on pancakes. She ain't never leaving your side. That's what used to happen when you got the cheeks. She show up at your job. You at the Baskin and Robin scooping ice cream with your hat on. You like, let me get that right there. She show up at your register. You like, girl, what you doing here? Oh, I missed you. I, I wanted to see you. I just kept getting your voicemail. I'm here. Can I get a couple of scoops of ice cream? You like, Oh, anything girl. Shit. You know, I'm here. I'll see you later. I'll call you. I'll leave a message on your answer machine. She up there like eek, eek, eek. one piece of piece leave, and she out there finding your ass. You out there chilling with the homies. Where my homies creeping through the hood? Where my homies up to no good? Where my homies you throwing up gang signs? And here she come behind you, pulling up in her Nissan Maxima. Pull up in her Maxima. Hi, hi, Roger. You looking at her like hey? How you know I was going to be here, girl? You got to jump in the car with her. She drive off in her Nissan (laughs) Altima. She come looking for you. She blowing your pager up. Beep, beep, beep. 911, you like, damn, girl. Oh, shit. Put your pager back. (laughs) She on your answer machine. Your mama like, who that damn nappy-headed ass girl on my answer machine? (laughs) Shit. That's how it used to be back in the day. You get her once, she was yours. For Baby, I'm your. She calling up the radio show. I like to dedicate a song. I like to dedicate a song to my my boo, my baby, my little pookie, my little man, man. I like to dedicate the song to my man. I'm just sitting here listening to the radio, trying to record off a damn dub. I'm trying to dub every song y'all recording. She playing the playback in the car. Welcome to the Power 106. You had to wait for your song to come on. Oh, shit, it's coming on. Let me record my shit. You recording over shit that you need important? Oh, I need a take. I dedicated the song to you. One piece of peace, Lee. Quiet Storm. One. You know why? Because they didn't have access to 100 dudes. So your game artists are always missing out on that. These young dudes, these girls are like, okay. <laughs> these girls, you clap their cheeks now. You'd be like. Before she put her panties and bra on, she on her phone, ping ping. She in the bed looking at Instagram DMs and Ninjas and she looking at her seeking profile and her Tinder. She laying in the bed naked next to you. And she just get on up leaking down her leg. You leaking down her leg. She just get on up. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Out the door trying to fill another appointment that she had. She was like, you ran over 30 minutes. She she in the car like this, on my way. Zoop. Mm.
1: She going to the next dude.
0: (laughs) Come on, man. Am I tripping? I know women like, not all of us do this. We're talking about women under 28. We're not talking about these old women. We're talking about women under 28. This is literally how these young dudes are doing it. And by the way, I'm sending girls to you. After I leave, they leave in with a fistful of 20s. They put it in the gas tank, and they come see Pookie. They go see Pookie after I'm done with them. Or they be at the club. They're at the club. Doing legs. Ooh, having fun. They taking pictures and ish. And they just left daddy's house. I got money. And the game artist like, yeah, man. See, don't be afraid of those girls. You need to go talk to them. And she leaking down there, twerking like this, freak a leak. She twerking, leaking my down my leg. She leaking my seed down her leg, and you out there jocking her, tongue kissing her, swallowing somebody else's kids. Am I tripping? Mm. I've seen it in action. All right, let's go back. You tongue kissing her in the bathroom. She ain't even listerine in her mouth, yeah yet. Yeah. Now is this going on on a grand scale It's going on enough all right anyway shout out to uh, we're going to call you Elton he says buddy past love affairs the buddy past love affairs all right Venmo 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 yeah girls don't have no feelings no more no feelings inside and they don't have feelings when it comes to sex unless it's a top tier dude even then they kind of like eh you know I gave this dude the cheeks and he took me out. He gave me, he paid for my books. I gave him some, tea. they're using it as a means to kind of just get around and level up. And some dudes are like, I've been on both sides of this. I've been on both sides. It's despicable. I'm, I'm like, man, I just sent the girl out so she can buy drinks for her and her girls. And she's, she was just here and she's sending me videos of her at the club woo, with dudes in the background hawking her. And she's like, these dudes all up on us, they hawking. I'm like, all right, shout out to Bon K. Just expect more slander from women and gumps as more men go their own way. And he says, this is a co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. Economy is run by women. If men uh, continue to protect their wallets, the economy will stall and fail or fall. They'll stall and fall. Men have always left where they're not wanted. West will not collapse with a bang, but a whimper. I actually, I think that's true too. People are expecting this big event to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. No, you get too many men leaving. You get too many men dropping out. This is why people shame you. Oh, no, no, you got to do it the old fashioned way. And the old fashioned way is the new fashioned way. Shout out to Aber Ingram. People think your message is trying to change women and get them to be submissive housewives. I hear that all the time. Ladies, if you're here for the first time, I don't care what you guys do. If you guys want to be in these streets, be in these streets.
2: streets. You shall
0: be judged accordingly, but I'll use you. I'm on the dark side. I can make good use of you. I don't care if you go back and be Betty Crocker. I don't care if you want to go back and stay out here on the carousel for as long as you want. You want to be out here? I have no cares in these worlds. All right? I'm not trying to change you. I'm trying to let men know what's going on out here. But uh, we cannot put Pandora's, the top back on Pandora's box. I'm sorry. And neither can you. Neither can you. This whole thing about changing and repackaging yourself, dudes aren't going for it no more. And it's not just dudes that watch my show. They're not going for it. You guys are going to beat. Kevin Samuel's legacy. His legacy is going to live on for a long time. Unfortunately for you. Because now more women are, you know what I'm finding, which is despicable, is I'm finding more women playing Kevin Samuels' clips and going, you know, he wasn't, he was actually onto something. Now he did, and y'all made, you made him have a heart attack. Y'all gave him pure hell while he was here. And now he's gone. Y'all finding his stuff, the good stuff. That people kept telling you, just don't watch the clips, watch his streams. Now you're watching it going, you know, he actually was right. It's over now. His stuff is going to play for infinity. But yeah, I'm not trying to change you ladies. You guys do whatever the hell you want to do. And like I said, if you sell, if you're celibate, I'll buy a bit. I got money. I don't give a damn. What I want is peace and quiet. I have a video game room on the other side of this wall with nine consoles. One of these days when I figure when I finish uh setting up the lighting, I'll show it. I got nine councils on the other side. I got plenty of stuff to do. I got a collection room over here. One of these days I'm gonna show it. I'm still organizing it. I got my baseball card, my comic book collection, I got my collection stuff over there, sports memorabilia. I'm good. I got how many vehicles I got. The junior college girls come over, they be like, Wow. I open my garage, they be like, junior college girls come over and they be like oh wow is that your truck too is that your it, oh you have motorcycles and bikes <laughs> like, what the fuck is he doing right they are sitting there like this dude what is it? they're like this dude right here is living in his own palace they have no they, they're like, where do I fit in with this? This dude's got a 911. He's got an F-150 on big wheels. The feds are watching. They already know. They walk into my closet. They're like, I got suits. They don't know what to do, especially as a black man. They don't know what to do with me. They think they can just run. Guys, they can't run silly games. They try to run silly games on me. They don't even know where to start. They're like, all right, I'm going to run this game on this old trick. (laughs) They start waiting. They come out. They see my drum set. (laughs) Oh, they already know what I got. Hey, it's funny. They don't know what to do. As a black man that is in this tier of income earning and what I have, they don't know what to do. They're like, what the hell? And then I just send them on home like this. I bust down their gullet and I put the dollar bills right here. And I say, see you later. I'll text you. <laughs> I'll text you when I need you. They're like. Then they try to text me <laughs> They like this. They try to text me. Hi, how are you? Can I see you? Oh, no. I had one, ch- one chick come over. She was, She came over once. And then the next time she kind of flaked on me. But there was something going on. And she showed up late or she was planning to show up later. I was like, don't show up. And was like, okay, maybe we can get together tomorrow. I didn't answer her. Next day, text me. Are you available tonight? Ignored her. Next day, are you available tonight? Ignored her. Next day, are you available? I said, you missed the day you were available. You missed the day I was available. I gave you a day you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Do stop texting me. When I need you again, I'll get your ass off the bench. Until then, take your ass home. you missed your day. when I give you a day, that was your day. don't have don't think my calendar's wide open. you missed it. And now since you missed it, you're gonna be really down the line. you way down the line. And I'm being nice because I didn't have to answer your ass. but I answered her at the Raiders game. I'm at a football game, right? So stop bothering me. I have shit to do. These people act like you don't got nothing to do. Oh, uh, you ain't doing shit. I'll miss the day that we had scheduled, and I'll just bug your ass about the next day and the next day. Well, the next day was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What do I tell you? Do not ever schedule nobody who's a iffy or flaked on you or canceled on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's prime time. You already missed the day, which was Thursday. You don't get prime time, baby. Prime time is Friday. You think you're just going to text me? Are you available on a Friday night? I'm not. Not on Saturday and not on a football Sunday. I'm not. (laughs) Right. I'll see you when I see you. So people don't know what to do with guys like that. And they think I'm sitting here alone, sitting here. What do I do with myself? All these damn video games. All these big screens and all these collections of things in here. I bet you he's sitting at loan after he clocks off of YouTube. I bet you he's sitting by himself with nothing to do. Porsche in the garage, motorcycles, bikes. I got mountain bikes. I got road bikes. I got fixie bikes, (laughs) electric bikes. I got shit to do. Skateboards. I got a dog. And I got junior college girls on rotation if I need them. Him alone, him all alone, him gonna be a miserable old man. Yeah, I got firearm collection, comic books, baseball cards. You know what I mean? Like I'll be sitting there like, hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I got I got numerous firearms. I was just like, I'll just go down there to the safe. I open my safe. Now let me clean this one. Him all alone. I bet you him missing a woman here. I had this one beautiful woman come over. She was like, this looks like a bachelor pad. <laughs> they like, this looks like a bachelor pad. And I was like, yep, there's no flowers in here. Beautiful sister, too. She was like, oh, man. Then they come in to see the studio. What do you do? And I said, <laughs> paper stick. And they, I'm sitting there like, she was like, what do you do? Ah, I'm in e-commerce. Some shit that she don't understand. What is e-commerce?
1: crazy so
0: anyway man let's get to the rest of these chats here uh we got kaylin ferguson did i get him so once guys get to that level so what's happening is guys are getting to that level and you don't even need to make six figures to get to that level what dudes are doing is they're going you know what what's a relationship when these (laughs) you know You want to do whatever you want to do, you're just going to do it. If you want a boat and jet skis and all that stuff and travel, you're good. Kalen Ferguson, what's up, coach? There's a model named Nicole Williams who married to a former NFL player named Larry English and currently pregnant with her first child at age 38. I wonder how that happened. Wait, she's, wait a minute. Is it his baby? He says, marriage today is a bailout for 304 single moms and divorce Do not bail these females out, men, only women who are virgins and worth marrying. So that's a key point of this whole thing that that guy, this, this therapist is not acknowledging. I'm like, okay, these women are all worn out. These women are all used up and they've already had kids and they already have marriages. What am I getting out of it? Other than bailing them out. I'm not bailing these people out. Not not when they come to my house and they be like, oh, this looks fantastic. I, I can I can move my nappy at it instead of you having your collection room, sir. Can I move my snotty nose eight year old son in here? And then I'll move in here and I'll be a good woman for you. And you could take my forty five thousand dollar salary and plunk it on top of your. Your salary. And then all of a sudden she's at work. It's summer break or spring break. Her snotty nose ass kid is in here. Well, he has the week off of school. Can you watch him while I'm at work? Nope. I'm doing my show. His old, his ass coming in with his underoos. Uh, step daddy, can you give me some pop tarts and make me a bowl of celery on captain crunch? And I'm waiting for her ass to come home for work so she can take this old nappy headed ass boy to the barbershop. Hey, while you're home doing your show after your show, can you take him to the barbershop and hit, let them hang out. Let little man, man hang out with you. And you can teach them how to be a band. He coming out uh, in his drawers. Hey, boy, you need to go in and wash your booty over there. Get out there, you stinking ass boy. He come out here. Oh, it's time for some fruit snacks and some dino chicken nuggets and tombstone pizza. Man, if you don't get your ass, get up out of my damn face. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling like doo-doo. Boy, hey, and look at what you did to the toilet seat. Do you even know how to work that thing? It's all over the damn walls, pissing on my walls. Hey man, get this kid out of here. <laughs> you ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy. And don't leave no little girl in here. G- guys, do not be babysitting no little girl. You asking for her problems. I'ma go to work. I'ma leave little uh Tata Lilicia at the house with you. No, you ain't. You ain't leaving that damn kid. Get that damn kid away from me. Them rug rat ass kids. Leaving a leaving teenage daughter in here. She coming out with her booty shorts. Hey, girl, I told you to put on some clothes. You ain't my daddy. She out there doing TikToks all in my backyard. Hey, get this damn kid out here, buddy. She got her damn OnlyFans account going on here in the back. You better check her phone. She coming out on the sports bra and booty shorts and shit. No, hell no. Not taking mm-hmm. pictures all in my bathroom. Can I leave your bathroom? It got good lighting. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, get that bad kids out of here. Shout out to, uh shout out to Cooper. Time he says, coach you on fire again tonight. Thanks for addressing this weak ass article. Despicable stuff that people don't want to do. Man, you guys need to step up to forty six year old women. No, I'm not. I'm not that desperate. I'm not that desperate. I'm getting my needs served and fixed. I'm getting my needs met, and I have a whole bunch of toys. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of toys, son, and I don't want none of these step-kid-ass paws on my toys. Oh, look at his collection. Oh, he got a collection of toys. Let me get that, hey man. Put that shit down. All right, that's business. Those are business expenses. All right, let me get uh, a couple more, and we got to be out of here. Shout out to GS Inc. in the building. Yes. I
2: got money.
0: And Mr. Uh, Jay J Palmer's in the building. Appreciate you for the uh, contribution. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, oh, I did want to talk. Maybe I'll save you some, uh, for tomorrow. There's uh, something that I want to save for tomorrow. So we'll talk about that one tomorrow, man. Shout out to the coach gang. We'll be back in here. Appreciate y'all. I am a nasty woman. I looked at it as I have
1: an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. (laughs) We may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you.